You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner, Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy, Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. NATO. The United Nations human rights chief says a thousand bodies have been recovered in Ukraine's Kyiv area. Reuters reports they're investigating potential war crimes and accusations of more such crimes in Mariupol. The mayor there tells Fox News that Russians are forcing remaining Ukrainians to work for food. The mayor even claiming Russians made Ukrainians bury their own dead to hide Russia's war crimes. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. President Biden's just issued a statement marking one million COVID deaths in the U.S. Now the country is seeing a rise in new infections. The Northeast is responsible for 66% of new COVID-19 infections nationwide. Despite this, officials say hospitalizations and deaths remain low thanks to high vaccination rates. Casey Stiegel, Fox News. America's listening to Fox News. the Fox News Rundown. Now a look at sports. Major League Baseball suffered its first COVID postponement yesterday, an outbreak within the Cleveland Guardians traveling party, including manager Terry Francona, forcing MLB to call off their game against the Chicago White Sox. The reigning NBA champs, the Milwaukee Bucks, now one win away from the Eastern Conference Finals after besting the Boston Celtics 110-107, while the Memphis Grizzlies avoided getting ousted last night with a 134-95 romp of the Golden State Warriors. The Calgary Flames, Florida Panthers, and New York Rangers all came away victorious in Stanley Cup playoff action last night, the Rangers staving off elimination. And coming up tonight, the unveiling of the full 2022 NFL regular season schedule. And that's your sports on the Fox News Rundown. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. an update from Outkick 360. People can retire when they want to retire, I suppose. But in the last week, we've seen two examples of elderly broadcasters who would be better served listening or watching than talking anymore. Quarterback Dwayne Haskins was killed trying to cross a Florida highway for reasons that are still not entirely clear. On his radio show, the Pro Football Hall of Fame scout Gil Brandt butchered details and said Haskins was a guy that was living to be dead. Yankees play-by-play man John Sterling's gaffe was comical. That ball is high, he told us of a fly off the bat of John Carlos Stanton. It is far, it is gone, but caught. It is hardly the first time Sterling absolutely bombed. Brandt is 90, Sterling is 83. 
Are they the voices we should still be listening to? I'm Paul Kuharski with Outkick 360 and Outkick.com on the Fox News Rundown. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Cal Thomas. What's on your mind? Irony doesn't begin to explain why pro-choice activists chose Mother's Day weekend to picket the homes of Justice Brett Kavanaugh and Chief Justice John Roberts, who appear ready to overturn Roe versus Wade. In an age when there appears to be fewer consequences for violating moral and statutory laws, demonstrators and protesters outside the Supreme Court building seem to have violated at least two federal laws in the abortion-at-any-time Biden administration, which refuses to enforce immigration laws, it seems unlikely these laws will be enforced. Here are excerpts from two federal laws should the Justice Department need to be reminded of them. 18 U.S. Code 1507, called Picketing or Parading, states, quote, whoever with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administration of justice, or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness, or court officer, in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than one year or both, unquote. Well, that seems clear, doesn't it? Does language mean anything? Or as liberals think about the Constitution, does the law say what judges intended to say or wish it had said or would have said if they'd written it? Here's a companion federal law that says, in part, whoever corruptly or by threats or by any threatening letter or communication endeavors to influence, intimidate, or impede any grand or petted juror or office in or of any court of the United States can potentially be found guilty and face imprisonment for not more than 10 years, a fine under this title, or both. How would the Justice Department characterize demonstrations and picketing outside the homes of justices? What label under existing law would they apply to picketers and shouters outside the Supreme Court building? If protesters were not trying to intimidate and influence conservative justices, why were they there? Shouldn't the public expect laws to be enforced? They are for most average people who can be convicted by a court, spend time in prison, and be forced to pay fines for violating those laws. Why is the debate about abortion and illegal immigration placed in a separate category in a government now dominated by Democrats? The refusal to 
to enforce laws equally has contributed to a decline in the public's trust in our institutions. A Gallup poll showed that between 2019 and 2020, when the pandemic took hold, faith in every institution surveyed, including public schools, the presidency, and Congress, dropped. Only the police showed an increase in confidence, and remarkably, that was when the left's defund the police movement was at its height. Today's left is concerned only with outcomes that conform to their worldview. They were fine with striking down all state laws prohibiting abortion. They cheered when prayer and Bible reading were removed from public schools. Now that the shoe is on the right foot and not the left, the court has become a pariah. They can't have it both ways, though they're trying. I'm Cal Thomas. been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. And paid for by OpenShark Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown the chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call Call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-459-3919. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call us now, 800-459-3919. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-459-3919. That's 800-459-3919. Again, 800-459-3919. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? <laughs> Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Just make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus, much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. support our troops just contact the uso you can't believe how much they do for us to find out how you can help visit us at uso.org the uso until everyone comes home news talk 96.5 kpel brobridge lafayette a town square media station broadcasting from the matthew james financial studio Remain vigilant. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what President Biden is telling us, saying today 
We mark what he calls a tragic milestone, one million COVID deaths in the U.S. It comes in a White House statement released hours before he convenes his second COVID-19 summit. According to Johns Hopkins University, the U.S. has lost 998,997 lives to COVID. The president is also expected to issue a proclamation ordering flags at the White House and federal buildings across the country to fly the flag at half-staff until Monday to mark the one million deaths. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers. North Korea has finally acknowledged COVID cases there after saying for two years the virus was kept out. The country's imposed a nationwide lockdown. North Korea also has launched three more missiles into the sea. The 16th test this year, Japan and South Korea believe they were ballistic missiles amid a nuclear and sanctions standoff between North Korea and the U.S. In Ukraine, forces here continue to counterattack Russia near Kharkiv, which is Ukraine's second largest city. Ukraine reclaiming five villages there. And Russia has now reportedly withdrawn units from that city to reorganize, according to the British Defense Ministry. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. This is Russia keeps bombarding Mariupol, still trying to defeat Ukrainian Marines, still hold up in the rough conditions inside a steel plant in that port city. Russia is not happy. Finland is on the brink of joining NATO, saying that will not help the stability and security of Europe. Finland has a long border with Russia, and its president and prime minister say they approve of joining the alliance, paving the way for membership. It's not a big wildfire, but it was destructive in Southern California near Laguna Hills, burning down about 20 multi-million dollar coastal homes. And it is 0% contained, 195 acres right now, uh, and of course only one day active. It started yesterday. The cause is unknown. That's Fox meteorologist Janice Dean. America's listening to Fox News. Nogo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. Novo.co slash today. Looking around your law firm, it's hard not to be proud of what you've created. A respected brand with 20 associates who give their all every day. You have what it takes to go big. Everything except a plan. How will you expand your footprint or increase revenue? Lexicon makes it possible. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience helping law firms scale and grow while maximizing billable hours and maintaining client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash grow to learn more. Democrats are not happy that an abortion vote in the Senate has fallen short. Three-fifths of the senators duly chosen and sworn not having voted in the affirmative. The motion is not agreed to. That's Vice President Harris after Democrats were unable to overcome a Republican filibuster on an attempt to make abortion rights legal nationwide following that leaked draft opinion from the Supreme Court showing justices ready to overturn the ruling that made abortion legal. The Democrats' abortion access bill failed to win even a simple majority in the Senate, with West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin joining all 50 Senate Republicans in voting to block debate. I'm pretty consistent where I've been and where I've always been and where I'll be. And I feel very strongly about that. Manchin says he's pro-life, but would support legislation codifying abortion protections outlined in Roe v. Wade. He says the proposal from colleagues goes further. Two Republicans, Maine's Susan Collins and Alaska's Lisa Murkowski, 
also say they support Roe, but argue the Democrats' proposal went too far and doesn't protect religious and moral objections. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Now, stocks are falling overseas, and we're also seeing a decline in the futures on Wall Street. Dow futures down about 100 points. In the NBA playoffs, the Memphis Grizzlies stayed alive with a win last night, 134-95 over the Golden State Warriors, but the Warriors still lead the series 3-2. The Milwaukee Bucks, the defending NBA champs, went up three games to two with a 110-107 win over the Boston Celtics. On the ice, the New York Rangers stayed alive, beating the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 5 of their NHL playoff series 5-3 to avoid elimination. Pittsburgh still up three games to two. The Calgary Flames and the Florida Panthers also won and have 3-2 series leads in round one in the NHL. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and constables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analysts' expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Just tell me I've never done this as your governor. 813, I don't think it will come to my desk. I know it won't get off my desk. Governor, governor John Bell Edwards vowing to veto House Bill 813 if it makes it to its desk. Daniel Phillips says, sunny with a high of, with a high of 95 today, 30% chance of pop-up showers. Bernie, what's the widget saying right now? Is it 71 right. and fair? Well, we're actually yeah, clear, but 69 degrees, so a little bit lower. There we go. So the airport, a little bit more humid, but then again, it's the airport. There's a little bit more hot air over there. Uh, oh, Lord. It's one of those days, Bernie. Before we get into the news, it's just been, today's a Thursday. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's a full moon out, but it's just been one of those mornings already. <laughs> I feel ya. I got, you know, uh, yeah, I feel ya. I'm tired this morning. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. Again, we start in Baton Rouge where the full House will debate House Bill 813 today. That bill would criminalize all abortions as murder. The bill also calls on the state to ignore Supreme Court precedent when applying the law. On Wednesday, Governor Edwards issued a rebuke of that bill, saying although he's pro-life, he opposes it because it's radical. An anti-woman.
Kevin Gallagher has the story. Bill's sponsor and Oil City Republican Danny McCormick says abortion is equivalent to infanticide. It looks like if a mother were to take the life of her two-year-old, that would be equal to taking the life of an unborn child also. He says he doesn't want to send mothers to prison, but he seeks to protect children both in and out of the womb. Governor John Bell Edwards says he doesn't like the measure. It is painfully unconstitutional and it is violative of every person's oath of office uh, in the legislature. Edwards says if the bill makes it to his desk, it won't make it off his desk. The bill is on the House floor today. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, the United States Senate's attempt to codify Roe versus Wade into law failed by a 51-49 vote. Senate Republicans and West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin voted no. In Lafayette, a comedian embroiled in a court battle with LCG gets slapped with more than $27,000 in legal bills. LCG sued John Merrifield to recoup the cost for the police response to a fake anti-fascist event he promoted on Facebook. The fees stem from Merrifield's failed attempt to have the case dismissed. The lawsuit itself continues. In New Iberia, one person is dead, another is in custody after a shooting. It happened just before 1 o'clock Wednesday morning near the intersection of Providence Street and Ambassador Lamel Drive. Police say the 24-year-old victim was shot while driving and crashed into a fence. He died at the scene. Tremaine Lewis is in jail on a first-degree murder charge in connection with the case. In St. Mary Parish, an 11-year-old is facing charges after police say he brought a gun to school. Franklin police say the Foster Elementary School student had the gun in his waistband. A Lafayette a Lafayette Parish firefighter has died after a battle with bone cancer. Alex Bork worked with both the Lafayette and Broussard fire departments. Last year, several departments in the area held blood drives for Bork. Alex Bork was 26 years old. Back in Iberia Parish, Heath Hewland is the school district's new superintendent. The board selected Hewland during last night's board meeting. He's worked in the school system for 20 years, most recently as an assistant superintendent. He succeeds to retiring Carrie Laviolette. If you're the infant of, or if you're the parent rather of an infant, you may have noticed the shortage in baby formula in stores. The Louisiana Department of Health has advice for you if you've been impacted. Brooke Thorrington has the details. Director of Nutrition Services at LDH, Jennifer Nicholas, is advising families to shop at different stores. For example, instead of the grocery, try a drugstore. A lot of families have also turned to directly to the manufacturers of the formula to see if they can order directly from them. She says never water down formula. Always follow instructions. And never try to make your own formula. Do not use cow or goat's milk as a substitute or even plant-based milk like soy or almond. And so just not give up because the manufacturers are trying to push out as much product as possible to make up for the shortage. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Also on the Health Beat, state officials are taking a major step to address Louisiana's opioid crisis. David Grubb has that story. After taking in data from the state's prescription monitoring program, the LDH Office of Behavioral Health is offering extended hours and treatment services for opioid addiction in the northwest and north shore regions of the state. OBH program manager Tracy Perry says clinics in Shreveport and Hammond will provide comprehensive services on a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week basis. We want to have patients empowered to start treatment when they want to, whether that's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. Perry says it takes a combination of medication and treatment to keep patients on the right track. It increases the likelihood of a person being able to stay in recovery. For more information, visit ldh.la.gov. I'm David Grubb. In sports, one down, three to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team beat Coastal Carolina 4-2 in the first round of the Sun Belt Tournament on Wednesday. Next up for Louisiana, Troy. The Trojans edged out UTA 2-1 yesterday in the second game of the tournament. The Cajuns and the Trojans meet in the quarterfinals today at 10 o'clock. Bobby Neville and I have the call on ESPN Lafayette. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball team taking care of business in Houston. They run ruled Rice 16-6 last night. That game called in eight innings. 
The Cajuns and the Owls were tied at three all going into the third inning, or after the third inning, rather. But the Cajuns went on a tear. They posted 11 runs across the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings. Louisiana resumes Sunbelt play tomorrow at Texas State. On the changing channels front, Tom Brady signs a lucrative deal with Fox Sports. Brady will be a color analyst for the network when he retires, if he retires. What? His contract, Bernie, 10 yeah. years, uh-huh. $375 million. Whoa, nice. Which, for that money, I'd retire right now. Right. Hell, it gets to be in a press box, gets to analyze games, and you don't yeah. get beat up. Yeah. Brady says he has unfinished business on the field, which means mm. he's trying to make up for losing in the playoffs last year. Last month, Fox lost play-by-play man Joe Buck and color analyst Troy Aikman to ESPN. And I never Monday liked Buck as an analyst, just putting that out there. Here's the thing. With, mm. Joe Buck gets a, lot of, uh, gets a lot of criticism from people. Mm. Part of that is, and I think part of that's just because just it's didn't Joe like Buck. It. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy it. Plain and but simple. I think, I think for a lot of hardcore sports fans, though, they know he's Jack Buck's son that got the job partly because of his name. He's been around for... God, since he was 25, so going on 30 years now, he's been around. I always and felt his commentary towards the Saints was unfair, though. But here's the but thing. That's just fans, fans, fans of every team think every uh, analyst, no, every commentator is biased think, against no, their team. I, I disagree it, with you. As a fan of the Saints, I didn't like Buck. The others I could take, I did not like Buck. But I can understand but, your perspective, too. Because here's the thing. If you watch Buck when he does Dallas Cowboy games, fans who are anti-Cowboy think Joe Buck is pro-Cowboy. Everybody who's not a fan of the Cowboys when Joe Buck does the Cowboys game thinks he's loving up on the Cowboys. Well, it's this, And it's the same thing with I'm Jim different. Nance and Tony Romo and every other person. I, I now, there are some on my only on my count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, right. get which, and, I get your point. You know, there, there are some play by play people who are just absolutely horrible just on mm-hmm. the merits of how they call a game. Mm-hmm. Is if there, you want a home. Yeah. Who do you uh, not like as as a call as a game you know, analyst? Is there somebody no matter the sport? Is there somebody you really think just doesn't do a great job? There are some, but I'm going to oh, I'm going to bite my tongue it. in the event okay. I ever have to work nope, with them. No problem. I don't blame so, you. I don't blame so there, you. There are some people who should not be doing TV. OK, period. Fair enough. And. And there's some people that you can tell are new and they need time to grow. There's some people who just never grow. But with with TV, with the big networks, yeah, you're going to get you're going to get people, commentators that some people love because of their style. You're going to have some uh, some commentators that people love to hate, either because of their style or in the case of Joe Buck, everybody seemingly hates him because they think he's out to get their team. And that's the same thing in baseball. Joe Buck is a better baseball guy than he is a football guy, in my opinion. Mm. Partly, that's because baseball runs in his blood. Mm-hmm. But you look at you ask Yankees fans during the World Series, he's pro Yankee. If you ask uh, fans of other teams, he's against it. It's Joe Buck can't win for losing, but it says a lot that he's been around for thirty years and ESPN wanted him and is paying him the money that they're paying him. So I, good for him, good for Joe Buck, good for Troy Aikman, but also good for Tom Brady. This is a good move on Fox Sports' part. Now, my only question is... When does it happen? <laughs> not just that, but how long does Brady last? Well, Tony Romo was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. He exceeded everybody's expectations. And really and truly, he's become this generation's... Uh, not Troy Aikman. He's become this generation's John Madden mm-hmm. in how he analyzes the game, how he breaks it down, and the fact that he's like the amazing Kreskin and can predict the play when it ha- before it happens. Mm-hmm. 
what will Brady do? How, what will he bring to the color a color analyst chair, and will he like it? Will it yeah. be something that and will that fans he's able like to do? him? Yeah, absolutely. All great questions. And that's the other part: will fans like him, or will fans do the "It's Tom Brady, I'm not watching" just because it's Tom Brady? Possibly. So it's it's one of those interesting things where fans are fickle, but the numbers don't lie. People mm-hmm. still watch no matter who the commentator is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's big money. It's a big money game, and good for Tom Brady. Glad he's getting paid, and good for his children. That's some good Christmas presents <laughs> coming in the future. <laughs> maybe he'll adopt us. Hmm. Maybe he will. I I I don't know. Maybe. Uh, can we? Uh, can we get on the Wednesday's child list and uh, send our names to Tom Brady? <laughs> I like it. I like the way nope. you're thinking. Nobody won any of the big lottery jackpots last night. Powerball's up to $83 million. But if you're in the New Orleans metro area, check your ticket. A ticket sold in Harvey won $50,000. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's that. Nobody won the lotto jackpot last night. It's up to $1,475,000. Okay. Four people came close, hit five of the six numbers. They won $2,400 and change. Easy five jackpot up to $90,000. Nobody hit the big one. 22 people came close and won $100 a piece. So next big drawing tomorrow night with the Mega Millions. Maybe you'll get lucky on that one. Mm -hmm. And finally, Marie. Yes, sir. We told you the other day about an alligator outside of Bojangles. Yes. In North Carolina. Yeah. Well, we got another one. This time, an alligator in South Carolina was captured outside of school. Ha. Okay, what? How does that happen? By the way, I mean, you know, it's like, hey, they look like tasty treats. <laughs> I guess uh, we go to Charleston for this one. The police department there said officers responded to Daniel Island School when someone spotted the gator walking around the campus. Oh my! In a Facebook post, the officer said, "It's quote not your everyday arrest." End quote. Uh-huh. Uh, also featured video of the officer safely capturing the alligator for relocation. Um, no word uh, how the alligator got there, but come to find out, his favorite subject is phys ed. <laughs> Good one, my Second dog. favorite is lunch. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's coming up now on 618. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. For the most part, the forecast is looking pretty dry over these next couple of days. There are a few chances, though, that we could squeeze out some much-needed rainfall, the first of which is going to be later on this evening. A lot of that arriving kind of late in the day shouldn't have a major impact on your plans or anything that you would have going on today. This is mostly going to be maybe around dinner time. In the meantime, mostly sunny skies get those highs up to about 95 degrees. Going to be a hot one out there today. Not much of a breeze to help us out either. Tonight down at around 70. We're in the low 90s for tomorrow. Again, mostly sunny through a majority of the day, but some late afternoon and early evening showers and thunderstorms possible. Similar setup again for Saturday. After that, we lose chance for rain. We kind of go back to a very quiet pattern that's going to be with us for Sunday and a majority of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. We've got clear skies, 69 degrees. Our weather brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. 
News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Okay. Taking a look at the traffic landscape this morning. A crash with injuries. West Palm de Mouton at North University. That's West Palm de Mouton at North University. Earlier this morning, a fender bender. Southwest of Angeline through 8 Louisiana Avenue. That's Southwest of Angeline through 8 Louisiana Avenue. Make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there this morning. Traffic brought to you by the Big Brothers over at Ross Tire and Service. A good group of guys. Look, whether you need a repair, and look, they can do any kind of car repair. Is there some sort of weird, strange sound when you hit the accelerator? Or what if you hit the accelerator and it just doesn't seem like anything's happening for a second, second and a half, two seconds? Ross Tire and Service has a group of professionals. They've been in the business forever they can repair anything and they can put on new shoes for your vehicle before you guys take that trip to the beach this year so whether you need an engine check you need your brakes redone heck even if you just need an inspection they can do it all at ross tire and service they'll get that air conditioner checked out for these summer months i mean i don't know about you but whoo yesterday was rough in the vehicle because it was so hot out there Ross Tire and Service. You can find them at RossTireLafayette.com. Go there. You can actually leave a message for them. That's RossTireLafayette.com and communicate back and forth. In addition to that, there's always some special that they've got running. So go to RossTireLafayette.com. They're over on Kali Saloon Road, just down from its intersection with Ambassador. If you prefer to call 984 99 move over razor hello laser call williamson cosmetic center for their laser hair removal special package pricing 337-735-3870 let them help you get ready for summer well good morning acadiana it's coming up now at 6 25 ian and bernie here with you ian good morning like officially Bernie, good morning, <laughs> like officially. officially. Yeah, it, it's one of those mornings. I was doing some pre-tape stuff earlier, yeah. mm-hmm. and for the first time in a while, I actually pre-read my script yeah, before and? the show, and thank God I did, because Why? it would have been an absolute cluster. Uh-oh. Like I said, it's one of those mornings. I don't know if we're coming up on a full moon. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sleep-deprived, which I shouldn't. I took a three-hour nap yesterday. Oh, so I'm jealous. I, it was only supposed to be an hour and a half, but it turned into three hours. Um <laughs> That You know what? And, That's taking life by the horns. And you know why? None of us pause enough during our weeks. I mean, every person listening right now is like, oh, yeah, Ian, cool. Because most of us don't get a, a little time to do that. And that's awesome, man. Glad you got to do that. I'm glad I did, too. But I, I'm if the phone wouldn't have rung, it would it would have been more than a nap. I, I wouldn't have... <laughs> I would have rolled out of bed until this morning. But I, I started typing the script. I thought it was done. I'm reading through it. And error after error after error, I felt like a rookie producer again. It, it was ugly. <laughs> I think it's the heat. And I'm not kidding. I, we go through this every year, I think. And I think that's what it is. Several days of this heat. I think we're all just a little tired and dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. I had more errors in the Cincinnati Reds in that script. Good Lord, it was bad. Uh, but uh, but no, we made it through. Everything is good on this end. The Raging Cajuns play another game at 10 o'clock this morning. So more double duty today as uh, we run around the city of Mobile and, and take care of business with the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. 
Wow. What a, and, and another busy, busy, super busy day. I want to, uh, if you don't mind, uh, have a moment yeah. here to talk a little bit. You know, I briefly mentioned that there was a crash with injuries. Um, yeah. Uh, this was, you know, kind of the area, uh, North University. Um, I want to get exactly to what Lafayette Police reported North University at West Palm de Mouton, North University, West Palm de Mouton. Now, uh, someone also who was on our team said, look, they got sent some information that there are five cars in the wreck, it seems like. So, uh-huh. yeah, we're going to have to watch out in that area this morning because it might be quite a while until they can clean it up. And that's a big thoroughfare connecting Lafayette to Karen Crow. Mm-hmm. So if if you're coming from the Karen Crow area, the Gloria Switch area, and you're headed north towards Interstate 10, heading into the central spot part of Lafayette, you may want to take the long way around, go to I-49 or take one of the back ways through Scott, because if this is as bad as what we're hearing, then traffic both along the University Corridor as well as Pond de Mouton going to Lebesque is going to be backed up. So take an alternate route and give the first responders the space they need to operate. Indeed. Well, we've got more of Acadiana's Morning News coming up. Acadiana's History Professor, Dr. Oh, no, excuse me, Bob Carica. I just yeah. wanted to add, you know, yeah, a little distinction. He'll be coming up, but Ian, he will not be alone. Oh? Yes, he will be bringing some students by with him. This morning. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about some of the projects they've been working on. So I can't wait to delve into that. I'm sure that's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. So we've got a lot. Now, listen, already getting some email messages from people who have questions for Mr. Josh Guillory. Uh, We will have Lafayette Live with the mayor president, seven to eight. Here are the 18 million ways that you can get in on this. You can call into the show live. We take them as we receive them. 232-1542, 232-1542. 232-1542, You can email news at kpl965.com. That's news at kpl965.com. And you can text us. If you don't have the KPL app, what you waiting for? It's free. <laughs> and you can communicate all the things that are on your mind via that yeah, KPL app. And in fact, one person already checking in. Our old friend Nicholas Bootery uh, shot us a line. Nick! Says my daughter's high school had a gator right outside the door a few years back. Ooh. Uh, they're in a Houston suburb now. The yeah. school population, he says, has a senior class of about 700 kids. Okay. Campus was built right where there's a lot of swampy area from the Brazos River Plains. Oh. So it happens as more stuff is being built in alligators' habitat. And that makes, makes sense. sense. But like I responded to him, I'm amazed it doesn't happen here more uh, often. I agree. I agree. Even on the campus, you know, that was always kind of my thing. I love the uh, the area right near the student union. It's so beautiful. But always, always in the back of my mind, I'm like, Gator Watch. Will I yes. see something? Um, so, yeah, it's right. We kind of move more into their habitat, I guess. Oh, my. Yeah, we, and, and we wonder why they come out to play. <laughs> nice way to put it. It's coming out now on 631. Ian's got another look at your news. Good morning, everybody. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5. K- I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. Just tell me I've never done this as your governor. 813, I don't think it will come to my desk. I know it won't get off my desk. Governor John Bell Edwards vows to veto a controversial anti-abortion bill if it makes its way to his desk. It's 634, 70 degrees and clear in Lafayette. Daniel Phillips says sunny with a 30% chance of pop-up showers. Highs of around 95 today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Baton Rouge where the full House will debate House Bill 813. That bill would criminalize all abortions as murder. The bill also calls on the state to ignore Supreme Court precedent when applying the law. On Wednesday, Governor Edwards issued a rebuke of that bill. He says, although he's pro-life, he opposes it because it's radical and anti-woman. Kevin Gallagher has the story. Bill sponsor and Oil City Republican Danny McCormick says abortion is equivalent to infanticide. It looks like if a mother were to take the life of her two-year-old, that would be equal to taking the life of an unborn child also. He says he doesn't want to send mothers to prison, but he seeks to protect children both in and out of the womb. Governor John Bell Edwards says he doesn't like the measure. It is painfully unconstitutional and it is violative of every person's oath of office uh, in the legislature. Edwards says if the bill makes it to his desk, it won't make it off his desk. The bill is on the House floor today. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, the United States Senate's attempt to codify Roe versus Wade into law failed by a 51-49 vote. Senate Republicans and West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin voted no. In Lafayette, a comedian embroiled in a court battle with LCG gets slapped with more than $27,000 in legal bills. The city parish government sued John Merrifield to recoup the cost of the police response for a fake candy fascist event that Merrifield promoted on Facebook. The fee stemmed from Merrifield's failed attempt to have the case dismissed. The lawsuit itself continues in court. In New Iberia, one person is dead, another is in custody after a shooting. It happened just before 1 o'clock Wednesday morning near the intersection of Providence Street and Ambassador Lamel Drive. Police say a 24-year-old man was shot while driving and crashed into a fence. He died at the scene. Tremaine Lewis is in jail on a first-degree murder charge. In St. Mary Parish, an 11-year-old is facing charges after police say he brought a gun to school. Franklin police say the Foster Elementary School student had the gun in his waistband. A Lafayette Parish firefighter has died after a battle with bone cancer. Alex Bork worked with both the Lafayette and Broussard Fire Departments. Last year, several departments in the area held blood drives for him. Alex Bork was 26 years old. Back in Iberia Parish, Heath Hewland is the school district's new superintendent. The board selected Hewland during last night's board meeting. He's worked in the school system for 20 years, most recently as an assistant superintendent. He succeeds to retiring Carrie Laviolette. In state news, if you're, if you're the parent of an infant, you may have noticed the shortage in baby formula in stores. The Louisiana Department of Health has advice for you if you've been impacted. Brooke Thorrington has the details. Director of Nutrition Services at LDH, Jennifer Nicholas, is advising families to shop at different stores. For example, instead of the grocery, try a drugstore. A lot of families have also turned to directly to the manufacturers of the formula to see if they can order directly from them. She says never water down formula. Always follow instructions. And never try to make your own formula. Do not use cow or goat's milk as a substitute or even plant-based milk like soy or almond. And to just not give up because the manufacturers are trying to push out as much product as possible to make up for the shortage. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In other health news, health news, the Department of Health, hold on, yeah, take two, one. Bernie. Uh, yep, okay. Mm -hmm. Prior to the snap, 
False start. Yeah. Offense. Uh -huh. Five-yard penalty. Yeah. Replay first down. All right. Also on the health beat, state officials are making major strides in addressing Louisiana's opioid crisis. David Grubb explains. After taking in data from the state's prescription monitoring program, the LDH Office of Behavioral Health is offering extended hours and treatment services for opioid addiction in the northwest and north shore regions of the state. OBH program manager Tracy Perry says clinics in Shreveport and Hammond will provide comprehensive services on a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week basis. We want to have patients empowered to start treatment when they want to, whether that's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. Perry says it takes a combination of medication and treatment to keep patients on the right track. It increases the likelihood of a person being able to stay in recovery. For more information, visit ldh.la.gov. I'm David Grubb. In sports, one down, three to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team beat Coastal Carolina 4-2 in the first round of the Sun Belt Tournament Wednesday. Next up for Louisiana, Troy. The Cajuns and the Trojans meet in the quarterfinals at 10 o'clock this morning. Yours truly and Bobby Neveu have the call on ESPN Lafayette. Louisiana Ragin' Cajun's baseball team run rules rice 16-6 in eight innings last night. Cajuns put up 11 runs across the 4th, the 5th, and the 6th innings. Cajuns back in action tomorrow against Texas State. On the changing channels front, Tom Brady signs a lucrative deal with Fox Sports. His contract, 10 years, $375 million. He'll start the new gig if and when he retires from the NFL. In other sports news, two stories we missed over the last few days. Dimitri Bivol defeats Saul Canelo Alvarez, the number one pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the world, Via unanimous decision, 115-113 on all three sc uh, judges' scorecards. B-Ball remains undefeated, 20-0 with 11 knockouts. Alvarez suffering only the second loss of his career. And in other boxing news, Mike Tyson. Remember he punched out a guy on uh, an airplane last month? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's not facing any charges with that. The San Mateo Ooh. County Sheriff's Office said they reviewed the videotape. And their decision is that they are not going to file any charges based on the circumstances surrounding Mike Tyson's punch out specifically that the person on the plane was heckling Tyson and had what was coming to him. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. Uh, and nobody I know wanted... it's wrong. I know it's wrong. It's but... wrong, but if you heckle Mike Tyson and you get his I mean, face, yes, what, what do you expect? Do you expect. Yeah, he's going to either gnaw on your ear or knock you out. Okay, Bob. Bob is wanting to comment. Me too. You too? This is my me too moment. <laughs> All right? <laughs> now, for what Let it be known. I think Mike Tyson's a vegetarian now. I don't think he's going to uh, gnaw off anybody's ears. But if you, the man is, he's what now? He was, I'm trying to think of how old he was when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. He's pushing 60 now. Yeah. But if you've seen video of him lately doing boxing workouts, he still has a speed that he had 35 years ago when he was world champion. So you don't wow. want to mess with Mike Tyson. He's He will still, as the memes say, Mike Tyson will mess you up. <laughs> Powerball jackpot up to $83 million. Lotto up to $1.475 million. Easy five at $90,000. And finally, Bernie, let's do yes. some uh, trivia brought to you by our friends over at Cartridge. Ooh, okay, I'm ready. You just sent a push notification a second ago. Yes. Uh, that says, get prepared to sweat today. Yeah. And it reminded me of the song, Gonna Make You Sweat. <laughs> God. Okay. Everybody dance now. <laughs> that song. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I'm here. It was, done, it was done by a band called CNC Music Factory. The hook, the Everybody Dance Now, was mm -hmm. sung by Martha Wash. Okay. Who, in 1983, scored a one-hit wonder with another duo. 
For 10 Ooh. points, name the duo. For 20 points, name the song. Oh, man, that's hard. I... Here's a hint. It is a regular on the Polyester Power Hour. Man, uh, who? What? What song was it? And who? Who'd she do the duo with? Martha Wash, the woman who sang the hook "Everybody Dance Now." Uh -huh. Gonna make you sweat. Was one half of Two Tons of Fun, better known as the Weather Girls, who oh. gave us "It's Raining Men." Oh my goodness! I never even knew that, Ian. One of my favorite songs, one of yours, one, I know, tell me. One the of truth. the greatest bass lines in 1980s pop music, yes, <laughs> brought to you by uh, Paul Jabara and Paul Schaefer. Yes, that Paul Schaefer co-wrote It's Raining Men. Oh my, I forgot all about that too. Now, I remember Schaefer because we had talked about that previously, but I had no idea she had a duo with uh, One Hit Wonder in 83 mm -hmm. from It's Raining Men. Wow. Well, I feel as if I have learned, even though I was defeated in a sad, sad way, no, I no, won. You're not, you are not defeated because Bob <laughs> Carriker is with us. Okay, that is true. That is very true. Um, he is not alone. Miss Tanya Green is joining him in studio this morning. So we're going to find out a little bit more about, well, what have the projects been? What are they doing? What's going on? All of that is coming up on the way this morning. And, I mean, let's think about it. We're all winners because there is Cartridge World. In the Ambassador Row Shopping Center, where you, you get to pay, like, so much less for the ink for your computers. So, right. win. How about that? Now, Partridge World. Go check them out. Yes, definitely. Could I ask that tomorrow, maybe we go back to, I don't know, sitcom trivia where I have a chance of winning? I can do that for you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do sitcoms. You know, I'm just messing with you, but you know that's funny. All right. It's coming up now. On already 644, where has the time gone? And no one knows. All right, time now for, well, this and then weather. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Mostly sunny skies through a majority of the day today. Those temperatures are going to push their way probably up to about 95 degrees in the afternoon. Winds are going to be from the northwest and fairly light. We do have a chance for some showers and thunderstorms late this evening. Clearing out by tomorrow and then another round of scattered showers possible tomorrow as well as Saturday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Clear skies, 69 degrees here at KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Okay, watch out. We've got a stalled vehicle, Foreman at Eras Landry. That's Foreman at Eras Landry. We've got a fender bender southeast of Angeline through at 12th Street. That's southeast of Angeline through at 12th Street. But really topping traffic news this morning is West Pondamutaw at North University. We've got a crash with injuries, and one of our folks let us know it's like five cars involved in this. That's West Pondamutaw at North University. Be aware of that this morning. Please, y'all buckle. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
Oh, I missed a beat. Shame on me. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, the intro music for Katie Ennis History Professor Bob Caraca. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. I appreciate it so much. All right. All right. So um, everyone should also know the lovely Tanya Green in studio with us this morning. Welcome, Tanya. Hey. Tanya has no idea what might be in store so for her here. I know. Are you mm-hmm. frightened? No, I'm not. Okay, good. I'm That's a good thing. We'll get to oh, her. See, Bob's not warned you? No. No. <laughs> no. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave an invitation to all of my students, uh, hundreds of them, really, uh, giving them the opportunity to come in this morning and join me. Uh-huh. You know, to talk about their project that we worked on in history class this I semester. Love this. Because I do actually go to class. I right. do have students. Right. That is a part this of what real. I do. Right. right. And so I wanted to talk about some of that this morning. And I wanted to give the students an opportunity to actually speak for themselves. I love Show this. their faces. And only Tanya would show up. Teresa apparently is driving around out there <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we. That's what Ian and I do. At about four thirty in the morning, we're just driving around. Yeah, we're like, what are we going to talk about today? Thank God Bob's coming over. Well, <laughs> You're not far off from the truth, there. <laughs> well, Tanya, good morning, and thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is so fun. So, and and I have to say also that the reason that Tanya is even here is it's not because. She she necessarily wanted to represent herself as one of my students. It's because her husband said, OMG, you can go on the air with Bernadette Lee? Holy smokes, yes, do that, do that, do that. Because wow, Dale is apparently a huge fan. Yes, he Oh, is. well, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Dale, good morning. You better be listening. Oh, I'm sure he's blushing right now. <laughs> he's going to be like, I told you not yeah. to say my name. <laughs> oh, no. He's well, you know what? <laughs> that means Dale becomes uh, in our, he moves in our top 10. We'll figure out where to slot him. I and that means him. Tanya gets an A in Bob's class automatically. <laughs> hey, Ian, oh, you, oh, you, nice. Ian, stick to the uh the cat stories, would you? I like Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, and we never know where it's going to go, and that is what I love, but... Right, well, so let's go somewhere with it. Yeah, we're excited. This is great. So I'll bring bring Tanya in in a second. Okay. Because I wanted to um, give, really give a shout out to all the students that did some really great projects in my class this semester. And, And it applies to everybody because... What we did is, and I told you this at the beginning of the semester, and of course I expect everyone remembers this. <laughs> the class that I had was an upper-level class, mm-hmm. and we were working on this online platform called Acadiana Historical. Yes! Right? Yeah, great app. Yes. yes. It's an app for Apple devices and whatever. I think there are people who use some Samsung or Google devices, right, whatever, whoever right, those Android. people are, they can get it as well. You can get it on the App Store. You can get it on the Google Play Store. Uh, Acadian Historical. You can also access it online at acadianahistorical.org. Right. And what this does is it allows us to geolocate historical locations and tell the stories of places wow. that might otherwise not have their stories told. Yes. And so I had I had 12 students or did I have 14, something like that. Anyway, I had a handful of students this semester and each one of them got to choose their own oh, path wow. forward and what stories they wanted to reveal. So 
we had Lindsay, and, and people can go to this and they can they can learn the history. Lindsay well, Delauder. We all know what I'm doing later today, right? <laughs> Lindsay Delauder was uh, an undergraduate student, and her strength was she works for the radio station on campus. Uh huh. Right. And she wanted to tell the stories of some historic radio stations across that. Acadiana and That's reveal awesome. their history. And it's it's amazing. There are there are interesting people associated with it. And the thing that I learned from this, and I'm yeah. sure you know this. The call letters have meaning. Yes, they do. And my favorite story to come from Lindsay's stories yeah. is that in uh, in Abbeville, the radio station is K. Roth. And K. Roth is K-R-O-F, yes. It's yes. rice, oil, and fur. Furs. Isn't that and it, awesome? it harkens back to those being industries yes. for uh for for that region. So I there's all sorts of nuggets. Uh, Matthew Meyer did Catholic-oriented history. Oh, cool. And so, for example, he did the orphan train oh, that yeah. came down and brought orphans from the, the Northeast into Louisiana. And and he told the stories of some important um, African-American parishes wow. and, and more. So Matthew Meyer did something. Gordon Eadley, uh-huh. uh, a, a Vietnam veteran, a really highly decorated guy, wanted to redo, essentially, um, the idea of roadside markers for some lesser-known Civil War battles. No kidding! Right wow. in this region, uh, and so and he did a phenomenal job with that. L- Laura Hughes did bush tracks, unsanctioned horse racing tracks that wow. are out there on that, that used to be used to be super prevalent, but are now gone. And where were these things located? And the stories are really amazing. I mean, tying chickens to the backs of horses or tin cans to the backs of horses. This was a rough and tumble, you know, yes. thing to do. So really great stories associated with that. Teresa Slovacek, uh-huh. she did uh, military history as well and located uh, monuments in France where... Uh, young men, young Americans died in World War One, and she highlighted the men from Acadiana who, wow. who were on those. So bringing Acadian history all the way across the Atlantic. Anne Marie Stokes did um, she did plantations, and she actually on on what was it Tuesday? We went out. We went out as a class and did a field trip. Actually, the students took me on a field trip to no some kidding. of these places, wow. and we went to Anne Marie's. Family's uh, ranch camp south of Abbeville, Queen Queen's Ranch, and there's still the ruins of gigantic sugar plantation down there. So oh, uh, unbelievable yes. that people don't know that these things I, are out I there. Didn't know that, Claire yeah. Bordelon did uh, historic restaurants. Oh, the Yellow Bowl, yes, Frosto in oh, yeah, in yes. Crowley. Oh, wow, that That's used, where used we to yeah. Went on Tuesday. yeah, we went yeah. there on Tuesday. That, mm-hmm. that used to be Zesto's, uh, and now it's Frosto's. So Really some interesting history out there. And then what Tanya did, Tanya's here, she did Lost Cemeteries. Oh, yeah, that's the so Lost and Forgotten Cemeteries. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and so she would get on Google Earth and locate these cemeteries that are out there on the landscape that, you know, sometimes you drive by and see and wonder, I and wonder what, what, like, what the story it? of that oh, is. Oh, I cannot wait so, to check that out. So she brought us to this particular cemetery where we had to battle dogs and we had to battle... Uh, spiders what? and crawfish, crawfish <laughs> poison ivy, and poison ivy to <laughs> oh get there. So, Good times. Th- and, and, and Good she's times. come up with some interesting. <laughs> that by itself is worth the name. Right? <laughs> I mean, my gosh. Okay, oh, yeah. so so what? Did, yeah, yeah, what did so, you so tell, tell us? us? Tell us the the top 
experience in researching these out of the way cemeteries? Well, like, you know, like he had stated, you know, I just went on Google Maps and, and a lot of them I would find they just didn't even have a name. And so I was like, OK, that's kind of sad. You know, it let me is. go check those out. I mean, I traveled anywhere from uh, Creole, Louisiana, up to Oscar, Louisiana, no just to find these different places. And um, like he stated on Tuesday, we went to uh, Hookman Cemetery in Hook- rain. Mm-hmm. And that's why I chose. I was like, Hookman, that's, you know, that's kind of uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, scary name. So right. let me go check it out. So, you know, headed over there, I had to, you know, climb through the woods, hop a ditch, uh, you know, finally get back there. And it was just it was severely overgrown. Um, there was actually, you know, broken open uh, grave sites and stuff. Wow. And just, I mean, obviously abandoned a long time ago. Yes. And uh, doing research on it, you know, using different platforms to, you know, kind of find uh, the uh, the history of these people. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, the families have moved away. You yeah. know, no one's taking care yeah. of it. It might be on private property. It might not. Oh, but I mean, yeah. a lot of these cemeteries, you know, they're abandoned because, you know, there's no church yeah. or, or no one really affiliated with it. So, um, I mean, it was it was nice. It, it was exciting. But at the same time, you know, kind of sad. Heartbreaking yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of, you know, you look at your own kind of mortality in a way like, you know, what's going to happen to me? You yeah. know, so will, will someone tell my story? Will yes. my right. story be and, and it was great for me to, to watch this unfold for yes. Tanya because, yes. uh, you know, week to week, we kind of report on what we were doing, what we were finding. Mm-hmm. And I saw her. She this was just an idea that she had initially. But then she clearly started to feel a connection and uh, an importance in what she was doing to. You know, she's saying, yeah. gosh, these, these people are out there and, and people these took are the time to do people. it and we no longer right. are aware of this. And she mm-hmm. sort of had that um, mm-hmm. reason. It was to exciting. I, exciting. I would imagine so. Um, Expedition Unknown. Uh, I believe it's on Discovery that I watched the show with Josh Gates. Uh-huh. He goes all across the globe kind of finding things, some things that maybe people know about, other things, lesser people, you know, maybe looking for treasure or sites. Wait, wait, wait. There's a guy that essentially does what I do, except he gets paid to travel (laughs) around the world and do it. He does. He does. And so I I don't know. It's clearly time to renegotiate. Tanya, I'm thinking, (laughs) right, you might be this candidate. No, maybe. If they're listening. (laughs) It can be be co-hosted by two people. No, I don't want co-hosts. I'll just move on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in all seriousness, Bob and Tanya, why is it so important to tell these stories? Why is it so important to have these people's histories exposed again? Well, I mean, it tells just the the history of the location. Who were these per- people? Were you know, yeah. uh, a lot of them, you know, uh, whether it was cane fields or uh, you know, obviously the plantations and whatnot. I mean, it tells the history of the area and where you know they came from. So, so mm-hmm. I I can remind. So one of the things that um, that Tanya found was she was just doing this cemetery and it turned out that it was a cemetery where Ernest Gaines yes. is, is buried. <laughs> no, and completely now, right. Now, I did not know he wow. was buried there. So people know this. It's not a, it's not a mystery right. as to where he's buried. But not everybody. But the cemetery itself maybe. is this very small, out of the way, mm-hmm. remote thing. And she was doing it for the purposes of, of, of the class. Yeah. And lo and behold, she came across the, the grave of yes. Ernest Gaines. Also located someone and figured out the history that, uh, and you can remind us of where this is, but someone that is related to Abraham Lincoln. Creole. Is, Creole, is Louisiana. In Creole, Louisiana. Is there uh, wow. the second cousin of Abraham Lincoln? No way. Mm-hmm. In Creole, Louisiana. Right. Yes, yeah. a small place. Louisiana. Very tiny cemetery. I think there was uh, maybe 10, 10 
grave sites there. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. So we can, anybody can access this. Right. Anybody can app. access it. The app is free. Um, you can get it, like I said, online at AcadianHistorical.org. And you can, you know, poke around there and, and find some unique history that might be interesting to you. Um, it's all going to be interesting and, to me. I can tell I you. I put a lot of good pictures on there, too. Oh, so you gosh. And then I also have to mention, because yeah. I told her that I would do this. Teresa, one of the other students, yes. she did She did the, the veterans in, yeah, yeah. in World War One. But Teresa also worked at the Louisiana Military Museum in Abbeville. Yes, it, yes. It's, it's a great, great location. And her her uh, graduate project was to do an exhibit on, it's called Jock Goes to War, and it's an exhibit on S- Scottish recruitment efforts for World War I. Oh. And it's, it's fantastic. She, she did all of this research, has all of these um, posters out of Scotland uh, recruiting young men to participate in the war effort that was very I cannot wait. Yeah, and people should go down well, there and, and check it out. And that's personal to me because I wonder deeply. I'm like, who is there? Was that listed? I know what um, what area in Scotland that my mother's family and the men, and, and then I know from Ancestry.com. Uh-huh. Who served and what a great y'all! These are these are so amazing. Yeah, well, if, if I mean people are interested and they should know that in 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 Abbeville at the Louisiana Military you, Museum. Yeah, if they have this, not seen that, it's a great place. Teresa Slovsek did. I is, can't wait to see really that fantastic. too. Okay, so y'all do realize what I'm doing this weekend, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be all over that app. Um, is there a spray I can use for the whole? Um, Itchy, what? what is it? The, nope. the, yeah. the, no, no, no spray. I would suggest just... a machete, possibly. Okay. I, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I have one of those at my home. I'm a weirdo. Um, I'm going to travel. I, I, I'm doing this. This is great, yeah. y'all. Check it out. Okay, so what is the app again? It's Acadiana Historical. Yes. And so you can find it on the App Store or on Google Play. But you don't have to download the app. You can access it online. Online, too. The web at AcadianaHistorical.org. Oh, my gosh. Tanya, I am so excited that I got to meet you. What yeah. an honor. Thank you. I know this was part of coursework. But, you know, people are listening right now who are going to mm-hmm. jump onto this. They should. And they're going to be super excited to see all of those yes. cemeteries. Mm-hmm. And it is. You know, the, the one thing that we all are, every man is, you know, eventually there will be a time when we perish. Right. And hopefully someone does remember. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. you are bringing that mm-hmm. to the forefront. I, I can't wait to see all of all of these different sites and travel for myself. Thank you for coming on this show and agreeing to do this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tell uh, Dale I said high five. I totally will. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. <laughs> and I hope he did bless just a little bit. Oh, That's completely. So completely. Yay. <laughs> this has been great, y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks Thank for letting you. us talk about it. Thank Look, you. Bob. It's been fun. It has. Thanks. And and Ian and I really appreciate Bob and I actually met each other years ago when I invited him in to talk about his Boudin book and then the festival. And right. I said, oh my God, I get this guy, the, the history side of it. And I was like, please start coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's how it all came to be. Um, so if you ever decide you're going to start your own Perhaps podcasty by yourself, or maybe you and Dale and Bob. You don't know. No, I, again, it's all I don't Bob. understand why you're looking I know. To, to get I don't me know. a co-host. I don't, 
I don't need this. I work alone. I'm a one-man show. I don't even like people. Oh, God. That's the biggest lie of the day. (laughs) I'm receiving so many text messages. So, Bob, thank you for always coming here on Thursdays because... It's a blast. And for, you know, I have so many friends that are like me. We love historical trivia. And to know what's right in our backyard, y'all, mm-hmm. yeah. that is, um, well, it does. It, it it so matters to us, doesn't it? Yeah. And it we can help these people not be forgotten, that they exactly. won't be forgotten. Yeah. We're all better mm-hmm. off if we don't forget. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that happens to me every day. Okay, where did I put my, my glasses? <laughs> oh, wait, where are my keys? Oh, oh, you mean like actual people? Yes, yes, that's good, too. <laughs> Tanya yes. Green, Bob Carricker, y'all, thank you for delighting us and this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks. This has been great. Thank you. Yes. It is coming up now on 7.05 on Acadiana's Morning News. Time for your Fox Business Report. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and Constables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analyst expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Just tell me I've never done this as your governor. 8-13, I don't think it will come to my desk. I know it won't get off my desk. Governor John Bell Edwards vows to veto a controversial anti-abortion bill if it makes its way to his desk. Daniel Phillips says sunny with a 30% chance of pop-up showers today, highs of around 95. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Baton Rouge where the full House will debate House Bill 813 today. That bill would criminalize all abortions as murder. The bill also calls on the state to ignore Supreme Court precedent when applying the law. On Wednesday, Governor Edwards issued a rebuke of the bill, saying although he's pro-life, he opposes it because it's radical and anti-woman. Kevin Gallagher has a story. 
Bill sponsor and Oil City Republican Danny McCormick says abortion is equivalent to infanticide. It looks like if a mother were to take the life of her two-year-old, that would be equal to taking the life of an unborn child also. He says he doesn't want to send mothers to prison, but he seeks to protect children both in and out of the womb. Governor John Bell Edwards says he doesn't like the measure. It is patently unconstitutional and it is violative of every person's oath of office in the legislature. Edwards says if the bill makes it to his desk, it won't make it off his desk. The bill is on the House floor today. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, the United States Senate's attempt to codify Roe versus Wade into law failed by a 51-49 vote. Senate Republicans in West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin voted no. In Lafayette, a comedian embroiled in a court battle with LCG gets slapped with more than $27,000 in legal fees. LCG sued John Merrifield to recoup the costs for the police response to a fake anti-fascist event he promoted on Facebook. The fees themselves stem from Merrifield's failed attempt to have the case dismissed. The lawsuit itself continues. In New Iberia, one person is dead and another is in custody after a shooting. It happened just before 1 o'clock Wednesday morning near the intersection of Providence Street and Ambassador Lamel Drive. Police say a 24-year-old man was shot while driving and crashed into a fence. He died at the scene. Tremaine Lewis is in jail on a first-degree murder charge in connection with the case. In St. Mary Parish, an 11-year-old is facing charges after police say he brought a gun to school. Franklin police say the Foster Elementary School student had the gun in his waistband. A Lafayette Parish firefighter has died after a battle with bone cancer. Alex Bork worked with both the Lafayette and Broussard Fire Departments. Last year, several departments in the area held blood drives for him. Alex Bork was 26 years old. Back in Iberia Parish, Heath Hewland is the school district's new superintendent. The board selected Hewland during last night's board meeting. He's worked in the school system for 20 years, most recently as an assistant superintendent. He succeeds the retiring Carrie LaViolette. If you're the parent of an infant, you may have noticed the shortage in baby formula in stores. The Louisiana Department of Health has advice for you if you've been impacted. Brooke Dorrington has the details. Director of Nutrition Services at LDH, Jennifer Nicholas, is advising families to shop at different stores. For example, instead of the grocery, try a drugstore. A lot of families have also turned to directly to the manufacturers of the formula to see if they can order directly from them. She says never water down formula. Always follow instructions. And never try to make your own formula. Do not use cow or goat's milk as a substitute or even plant-based milk like soy or almond. And so just not give up because the manufacturer are trying to push out as much product as possible to make up for the shortage. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Also on the health beat, state officials are taking a major step to address Louisiana's opioid crisis. David Grubb explains. After taking in data from the state's prescription monitoring program, the LDH Office of Behavioral Health is offering extended hours and treatment services for opioid addiction in the northwest and north shore regions of the state. OBH program manager Tracy Perry says clinics in Shreveport and Hammond will provide comprehensive services on a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week basis. We want to have patients empowered to start treatment when they want to, whether that's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. Perry says it takes a combination of medication and treatment to keep patients on the right track. It increases the likelihood of a person being able to stay in recovery. For more information, visit ldh.la.gov. I'm David Grubb. In sports, one down and three to go. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team beat Coastal Carolina 4-2 in the first round of the Sun Belt Tournament on Wednesday. Next up for the Cajuns, Troy. The Trojans edged out UTA 2-1 in Tuesday's second game. The Cajuns and the Trojans meet in the quarterfinals today at 10 o'clock. Bobby Neveu and I have the call on ESPN Lafayette. Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team run rules rise. Final score 16 to 6 in eight innings. The Cajuns and the Owls were tied at three after the third inning. But the Cajuns went on a tear, posting 11 runs across the next three innings. 
Louisiana resumes Sunbelt play tomorrow at Texas State. On the changing channels front, Tom Brady signs a lucrative deal with Fox Sports. Brady will be a color analyst for the network when he retires. His contract, 10 years, $375 million. Last month, Fox lost play-by-play man Joe Buck and color analyst Troy Aikman to ESPN and Monday Night Football. Nobody won any of the big jackpots last night. Powerball rises to $83 million for Saturday. However, if you're in the Harvey area, check your ticket. The ticket sold in Harvey was worth $50,000. Nobody won the lotto jackpot last night. It's up to nearly a million and a half, and the Easy 5 jackpot is up to $90,000. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. For the most part, the forecast is looking pretty dry over these next couple of days. There are a few chances, though, that we could squeeze out some much-needed rainfall, the first of which is going to be later on this evening. A lot of that arriving kind of late in the day shouldn't have a major impact on your plans or anything that you would have going on today. This is mostly going to be maybe around dinner time. In the meantime, mostly sunny skies get those highs up to about 95 degrees. Going to be a hot one out there today. Not much of a breeze to help us out either. tonight down at around 70. We're in the low 90s for tomorrow. Again, mostly sunny through a majority of the day, but some late afternoon and early evening showers and thunderstorms possible. Similar setup again for Saturday. After that, we lose chance for rain. We kind of go back to a very quiet pattern that's going to be with us for Sunday and a majority of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We've got sunny skies and 69 degrees at KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. We do have a fender bender, Gloria Switch Road, right down from Mount Pelier Boulevard. West Gloria Switch down from Mount Pelier Boulevard. Got a fender bender southeast of Angeline through at 12th. That's southeast of Angeline through it. 12th, make sure you buckle up. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight
Morning, Acadiana. Acadiana's morning news Thursdays means Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor and President Josh Guillory. He'll take your questions, comments, concerns, 232-1542. Well, good morning. Good morning, Bernie Byrne. Always look forward to Thursday, our weekly town hall. Yes, indeed. Ian Ozan joining us. Uh, all right, uh, Ian, you want to get us started off, and then I'm going to go to some questions from audience folks already sent in this morning. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Guillory. Uh, let's start off with a situation that's been dominating the headlines here in Lafayette Parish. And this is more of a clarification. Uh, for those who may have been under a rock, the FBI raided the federal courthouse the other day, or excuse me, the parish courthouse the other day in downtown Lafayette. City prosecutor Gary Haynes is now on leave uh, pending an investigation tied to that particular uh, search warrant execution. There are a lot of people who think that the 15th JDC, the district attorney's office, falls under Lafayette Consolidated Government. That's not the case. Gary Haynes works for the, the district attorney, but he's also a city prosecutor. So for those who don't know how exactly it works, can you explain what the relationship is between the 15th JDC, LCG, how they're connected, but yet how they're not connected, if that makes any sense? Yes. Hey, Nene, Ian, good morning to you. I didn't realize you're on the line, so good morning to you as well. Um, Anytime. <laughs> Okay, so I appreciate the question. The district attorney's office is independent of the city prosecutor's office. The city prosecutor answers to the chief legal officer of the parish, which is our city parish attorney. Um, and I need to start off with this. Nothing that we have done or, or what I'm about to say should be implied as an assumption of guilt. We simply don't know. Right. It's an independent investigation. It's an investigation by an agency that's Outside of our jurisdiction, when we uh, we always support the law and, and we're here to help with the process, but we respect the process. Um, the reason why this is the reason why we made this decision is because Mr. Haynes is everything you just said. He is in the district attorney's office. So uh, historically, every once in a while, the the district attorney will allow a special assistant district attorney to serve also as the city prosecutor or uh, serve in city court to either assist the city prosecutor or to to prosecute state statutes in city court. Uh, by agreement, by authorization, by our district attorney. Um, in this situation, it was an agreement that um, Mr. Haynes would serve as an assistant district attorney and still serve as a city prosecutor, where he has served for many, many years and and you know has, and has worked very hard and served our community. Um, but it is not an assumption of guilt because the district attorney's office is going through this situation. I felt that the district, the, him being the ADA and the city prosecutor, is a little too close 
So all we did was put him on administrative leave, let the process play out. And that's really all we can talk about. It's an employment matter, and we're going to respect that process. And But, again, I just want to stress it's not an assumption of guilt, but I do, I do trust in the judicial process. Right, and I also want to stress that, again, the 15th JDC, like you said in the beginning, is completely independent from Lafayette Consolidated Government. They get some funding from LCG, but they're not tied together. They are not one and the same entity. That is correct. All right. Thank you very much, because that was our number one thing that we wanted to ask about this morning. No. All right. Thank good, you for answering that. Yeah. We go to a question from a lady um, who has a question. Uh, when traveling north on Vero School Road, immediately past Camellia Boulevard, the speed limit sign there happens to be covered with tree branches. And uh, this person is wondering, could that be something that could be trimmed away? Absolutely. Hey, thank thank you for messaging us in. Those those are always uh, items that we want to we want to know about. Anything with safety, uh, especially easy wins like that. Also, um, you can call three one one at any time or go to three one one Lafayette services, or you can email three one one at lafayettela.gov. Um, but thank you so much for messaging us in, and we'll get that over to Traffic Roads and Bridges and get that obstacle cleared. And that's you know I love this part of the show because it doesn't matter the topic. It doesn't matter the issue i mean if somebody wants to comment or it is like this person sees this every single day you know and it's a a good way to communicate um now let's talk a little bit about uh, real quick 311 because if i'm rolling down the road you know and i happen to see that now i probably shouldn't be using my phone and driving but let's say i get to a red light could I call that number and say, uh, "Hey, did y'all know about this?" Or absolutely, and, okay. and we Im- implore you to do it safely. So wait till that red light so you can dial dial the phone. <laughs> don't text and drive. Don't no. dial it while you're driving. Um, heck, even even if you pull over and you, you call, but just any, anywhere where you can safely call us. But yeah, just call three one one, and and we don't mind you waiting till Thursday to call us. I just want you to get relief as soon as possible. So thank you so much. I had a chance yesterday to uh, to be with uh, some folks uh, that traveled down to the Capitol uh, for some some events yesterday. Carlos Harvin was one of the people that was in the group, and he mentioned um, you have a um, meeting once a month uh, with pastors. And so could you tell us a little bit? I, I know you mentioned it maybe one time before, but for those who don't know, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. What what Carlos was um, referenced is, uh, we and we've, we've changed the name now. We usually was the, we're meeting with the Northside pastors for, you know, Purposely, once a month. That was uh, something we started, um, probably about a, going on going on a year and a half, two years now, <clears throat> and it's uh, it's been really helpful for me just to stay in tune. And, and just like I have meetings with other other groups across the parish, it's hard to get everybody in the same room at the same time. So we just we have to respect everybody's schedules. Uh, but this this particular group has expanded past uh, pastors. It's Northside leaders. We have business leaders. We have stakeholders. Uh, other uh, government agencies they can come in and help and. Um, just just address different issues of of the day, and and I have to give props. You know, this group last year, about who March or April, we didn't have any summer programs program. I mean, we were we were scrambling. We knew we could put something together, and, right. and we were going to. Right. Um, but these programs start as far as the planning process around November, December the year before. Well, November, December in twenty twenty yep. looked pretty pretty scary. Yep. So we we were we were putting everything on pause. 
Um, you know, February started looking better. March started looking a little better. And we're like, okay, let's just regroup. Let's let's do something. We don't we don't just sit here. Okay, let's just do something to help our kids. Help our you know give them give them something positive to do in the summer. You know, otherwise they'll find something to do. Mm-hmm. And everybody everybody wins when we find something. So. Um, got Hollis together, got Bishop Harvin together, and I just threw it. I threw it out to the group. Said, "Okay, we have a lot of nonprofits here. We have a lot of a lot of groups that would that want want to do something good in the community. You know, how can we how can we match you with Lafayette Consolidated Government? And put some summer camps together. Amen. And shoot, what what time? Within seven to ten days, I think it was seven to ten days. We had you know three or four camps, and then just kept growing. Well, fast forward to this year, all ten. Of our rec centers, we have eight rec centers, two activity centers. All ten are programmed. That's a huge props to Elena, our, our recreation coordinator. That's a huge props to Carlos, uh, Carlos for definitely uh, to our park department, Hollis Conway, our director. Just wonderful team effort. But it's a huge props to our community. Without these leaders, whether pastors, nonprofits, leaders mm-hmm. in any side of our town and parish. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us as a community. That's why we have a program. It wasn't government. Government just facilitated. Now, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, hey, what is up and going to be happening this summer, et cetera, do they just go to the website? Well, thank you for asking. Yes, you can go to. Well, it's on my list. Oh, there we go. <laughs> check. check. So, <laughs> Laffy. so you go to LaffyTLA.gov and navigate through that. Um, is there a direct, there's a direct link, right, Tanya? Yes, there's a direct link. Go to LaffyTLA.gov and you'll see it. It's right there. Right there. Oh, okay. there you go. I like what y'all did. There you go. Yeah, it's you can't miss it. I'm looking at it. So. It's like big. That's cool. Yay. And, and you can, uh, correct me for me, we can also go to the Park Facebook page, right? Ooh, so Park that, Facebook. And it's Parks, Arts, Recreation, Culture. So P-A-R-C, Lafayette Parks, Arts, Recreation, Culture Facebook page. And it's right there. And if you have a question, message it. Mm-hmm. Message, message the Park Department. They'll, they'll point you in the right direction. Another thing. Okay. While we're on the topic. Let's do it. So we created GOMO years, you know, a couple yeah. years ago. Okay, we saw what that progress was. Then we wanted to address litter, and we, when we noticed, man, all these all these groups keep Lafayette beautiful, Paris proud, mm-hmm. uh, single Lafayette, UL volunteers. There just wasn't any communication, no coordination. Every, there was duplication of benefits or efforts, excuse me. Um, and we weren't efficient, so we created Operation No Throw, which is really just a hub where we can communicate. Paris proud does a really good job of leading that effort as far as communicating, coordinating. So I was meeting with this particular group, Northside Leaders. Yeah. And the last couple of months, we're kind of thinking about it. Well, can we do something like that? Because I hear this group wants to help the elderly. This group wants to help uh, children with um, business acumen, you know, create a business mm-hmm. acumen. This, this, this is a sports camp. So all these different ideas, but and, and communicating just not necessarily effectively where it's, it's not connecting. Right, right. So we're going to put together a little hub. Uh, work with the council, probably in this case, probably a parish council to create a resolution. Maybe city parish. I'll let the legal tell us which how yeah. we got to do that. Um, but, but as far as a resolution to create a fund at the community foundation of Acadiana, where this I group, it. I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of synergy here. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different way of doing it. Um, but this alliance between camp directors in the private sector, partnering with the public. Now, there's rules on that. You got to sure. get your background checks. Yeah. You have to have your insurance. You have, you have to have all the all the uh, stuff. All the stuff comes along with that. Got to check the mark here. Okay. So, but, but it's, it's gonna, it's gonna facilitate ideas exchange between camps and not having silos. It's going to allow us to communicate, but also get the community involved to fundraise, to have investments or investments in the community. Once you're vested, you have a little bit more of an ownership. 
Mm-hmm. When you just press the easy button and you just keep dipping out of your city general fund, your savings account, not only is that not fiscally responsible, you're not going to get as good. You're not going to get as good of a product as you would with pe- putting people that are passionate about something. Amen to that. In front of them. Wow. And and I love that because, you know, and, you know, maybe you don't have children that are in your home anymore. They're, you know, gone. But maybe you're one of those people. You could help. You could volunteer. Or maybe you do want to donate a little bit of money. That mechanism being set up is a way to support the young people in our community. And and this does help. You know, when the protecting the finances of the city of Lafayette, just like we would the parish of Lafayette, but this is specifically tailored towards the city. So our city fund internally is Fund 101, our city general fund. Protecting the finances of the city of Lafayette, whether you're interested in parks and rec and all that, uh, those initiatives or not, protecting those funds allow us to do other things that help the community as a whole, like cut grass, like yeah. keep our city clean, uh, take care of our gateways, drainage. And it's a domino effect. And where there's shared costs between the parish and city, which is uh, every once in a while that'll happen, um, then both win. Yeah, we without love that. a doubt. 737, you are listening to Katiana's Morning News, but Thursday is Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory. Got a lot of app chat questions to get to. We'll get to those coming up. And, of course, if you've got a question, you can phone it in, 232-1542. If you have the KPL app, you hit the phone icon. It comes straight into the studio. Or you can text us. So we'll get to JD's question, Vic's question, and more. On the move over razor, hello laser. Call Williamson Cosmetic Center for their laser hair removal special package pricing, 337-735-3870. Let them help you get ready for summer. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing. Serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. Anytime I need to see a piece, it just close my eyes And I am taken to a piece of crystal Don't mind a magenta feeling Take a shelter in the face of my spine Straight like a chicken cherry cola I don't need to try to explain I just hold on tight And if it happens This is Acadiano's Morning News Thursdays Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory And Enoza Also me, Ian, Josh, we're here Alright, so let's go to JD's question first from the app chat and it is curious about, do you know why the speed limit was lowered on the Albertsons Parkway from 50 down to 35? So I don't know if that falls kind of in our range or I don't know. Is that not Broussard city limit? Yeah, that's why I was thinking Albertsons Parkway. So f- lowering the speed limit from 50 to 35. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the first part. Well, I caught it at the end. Though. He said the uh, this gentleman was wondering why the speed limit was lowered on Albertsons Parkway from 50 mm. to 35. So I'm not, uh, but like Ian and I were saying, is that technically Broussard? I don't know. Yeah, that that part may be in the city limits of Broussard. But look, we're writing it down right now, and we'll we'll check it out. Let's uh, let's follow up. If we get the message before the show ends, we'll we'll publish it. I'm seeing Kevin knock out here. He's get not getting himself here. in it. Yeah, get, get over it. Give him all the tough questions, Tell him too. He can come on in. You know, if he's here, he has to answer questions, too. But to this question, <laughs> we will we will try to get that answer here soon. And if not, we'll post it and we'll send it over to, to Ian and Bernie to, mm-hmm. to dis- distribute that information. Okay, and sounds good. Did the, did the constituent uh, say 
pro against any qu- concerns? No, no, okay. Just curious as to why it was lowered. Yeah. You know, kind of just questioning that. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about roads uh, because Kali Saloon, there's another part of Kali Saloon that is opening. So that's kind of some good news. Uh, we have that up at the KPL website. So uh, anytime we can open a little bit more of Kali Saloon up, everybody celebrates and we love it. Uh, that's cool. But the big question is always, when's it all going to be ready? Absolutely. Uh, and it's soon. Soon. Okay. So we do have more traffic open. Very, very excited about that. Um, you know, we have to honor, honor contracts to the extent, to the extent we can, uh, every once in a while there's exceptions and, uh, this is not one and our contractor is ahead of schedule still. Mm-hmm. Uh, this project, okay. uh, started with, um, city parish president Durrell and moved into our president Robodeau's, uh, administration. And we caught the tail end with the caboose and, and happy to land the plane. So okay. very excited about that project and, and more to come. And we're, we're going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to proactively start communicating a lot more in regards to roads projects. I feel like we've had so so many wins for our people here in the last couple of years. Uh, Warren Abedin, Traffic Roads and Bridges uh, director, has done a really good job working with Chad Navo and, and our CAO and, and proactively looking at ways where we can efficiently maneuver traffic. As, uh, as we all know, a very developed city is very hard to, to kind of go back in, in time, and, and our, our wonderful municipalities are growing. And, and um you know, I think our parish council is doing such a good job with that administration, with the administrations across the all six of us in the parish. And, and you know, I, I had a feeling one of my teammates were in the room. And, and look, look, I look out the window, and uh, here the, is Kevin Nakin. Hello, so, Councilman. What's good going morning. on? Good morning, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. <laughs> Pop on those headphones, all and right. here we roll. So, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, and you? Oh, doing just fine. Uh, anything new and interesting that you would like to share with us and talk to us about? Yeah, I was I was here early this morning. Uh, was with uh, Jude and and uh, and Bruce and over Bruce there, our and, buddies, uh, our buddies. Yeah. So um, I've been extremely busy, as you know, between uh, you know uh, the council and my real job at U.S. Medequip and my other job playing music and my <laughs> other job being a father and a coach. So. <laughs> You know, um, let's throw one more out there, right? <laughs> so I've been doing um, pancreatic cancer research. I started a foundation in 2012. Yes. My father had got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and we both, father and son, played a lot of golf together when he was in some golf associations. So I said, Dad, why don't we put together a uh, pancreatic cancer research foundation? But I said, look, let's not. this is not for us. Like, you have mm-hmm. insurance. Like, I, I've played benefits all my life, and... I didn't want to go down that road. You know, dad was very good with his uh, insurance and he had money aside. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to start a foundation just to uh, bring the community together, make pancreatic cancer, uh, you know, awareness, bring awareness and take the funds and put it in an endowment. Mm-hmm. At the beginning was just MD Anderson because that's who had worked with dad. Right. And uh, we did that. And then. I was able to get the oncologist at MD Anderson to network with the oncologist here at Lafayette General. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Craig Ortego at the time, he's not there at the Cancer Center, but Dr. Michael Kane and Dr. Kaufman and the wonderful staff. And they were like, so what are you doing with this golf tournament? How can we help? So they put in teams. And then so the dream got real big where we're basically the money's being used for research only. But for our local community, people that unfortunately if they get diagnosed with pancreatic cancer can come to us and we could network the two wonderful facilities yes. between Oshner Cancer Center, Lafayette General, and mm-hmm. MD Anderson. And we work those oncologists and they work together. They study together yep. so that someone can stay here and do the treatments, mm-hmm. even though MD Anderson's like 
administering it. Mm-hmm. They're talking. They do treatments here. And then if it's a surgery or if it's something really, really major, PET scans, then they go to. So it saves the community from having to pay for hotel. Yeah. Driving, in which right now gas is almost $5 a gallon. So it, it we did that. And we continue to do that. And dad had pancreatic cancer for eight years. Mm-hmm. So he passed away December 3rd of 2018. Mm-hmm. And before he passed away, he told me and my sister and said, listen, we got to continue this. Because mm-hmm. in the eight years, I'll tell you, we have helped more people locally get into MD Anderson faster yep. than their own physician because the foundation has put up so much money and research that we have. my foundation has a name recognition. So I pick up the phone and it's like, hey, you know, uh, I got a so-and-so and lately I've been able to help people get into MD Anderson. It, it doesn't even have to be pancreatic cancer. They call for lung cancer or breast cancer or this mm-hmm. cancer. Um, so it's been really, really good. And we, the en- uh, endowment's growing and it was so good to put it in that because for two years with COVID, I couldn't do anything, Yeah, but it was still growing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I can't thank the community and the wonderful businesses that have stepped up year in and year out and don't even hesitate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I want to be there. So uh, I got my pancreatic cancer golf tournament on Monday, May the 16th at La Trion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then being the musician side of me, the last two years, I said, you know, not everybody plays golf. Right. But how can I make it more community involvement and get more things out? So last year I hired a band, Gino Delafosse. We went to Gil Mesh's uh, ranch in Arnaville. Childhood friend, went to the pros, played baseball, went to Kenyana and Kansas City Rawls and um, he hosted it last year. So this year, which is tomorrow, May 13th, mm-hmm. I rented out Acadiana Village. Mm-hmm. And I hired the legendary TK Hulan and wow. brought Steve Adams wow. in. So we're going to be out there uh, tomorrow night from 7 to 10 at Acadian Village. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing is it's a $100 donation. It's mm-hmm. good for two people. Mm-hmm. And it includes your soft drinks, your beer, your food. And uh, Don's Specialty Meats will be cooking. We're having wow. fried catfish and shrimp mm. and tasso pasta. <laughs> and we're going to have a couple of auction items and a, a, a poker uh, dart board game. <laughs> that so, sounds like, fun. 20 bucks, you get six darts. You try to make the best poker hand you can. <laughs> and it'll go until somebody's trying, you know. So whoever yeah. has the top hand wins a pot. So just doing things like that. So this is my second year doing the event. So I have a music event and a golf event. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's why I'm here this morning talking it up on the radio and thank you for allowing me to talk about it. It's, yeah. a, it's a childhood uh, thing, you know, and I wanted to, uh, I, my dream would be the biggest pancreatic cancer foundation, you know, in the state of Louisiana. Yeah. I always because would like to take it to Lake Charles and take it to Shreveport, take it to Baton Rouge and New Orleans. We and just, need to, because you know, the symptoms are often not there until you're stage three mm-hmm. or stage four. And I don't think a lot of people might really understand that. And our rates are pretty doggone high. Very much. And there are two different types. Um, one is uh, survivable. Uh-huh. Another is not. That's right. And um, that money. You sound like you had a lot of experience with that. You have some, some family or some friends. I have or... uh, another one with cholangiocarcinoma, okay. which is bile duct with all the way within the liver. Okay. But part of the diagnosis process was we had to rule out mm. uh, pancreatic cancer at that time. Uh, and yeah. so I did a lot of research yeah. at that time. So I know you're right. where I mean, you're at. Yeah. You it, know, dad was fortunate uh, by the time we found it. Um, Cause like, you know, like, you know, you can't, you can't detect pancreatic cancer in blood work. You can't detect it in, it's very hard. And that's the Mm -hmm. research is going into trying to find 
ways to what early are detect. some of those markers? Right. What yeah. are the markers that we can look for? Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first started, there was only one FDA approved drug. Now, eight years later, there's 10. You know, I mean, so, think about that eight years later. And that's why yeah. events like this matter. Absolutely. For the research. And, and these groups here are local groups and yeah. the MD Anderson group. This is how people make it happen. Yeah. And when people do drug trials, that also, you know, yes, it, it gives them survivability, but right. they're also helping the next person. Absolutely. And, and, and to the whole point of what we're talking about is it's not detected. Nine out of ten times, by the time you start having that pain, yep. and you go check it, it's it's too late. So yep. we, we're we're fighting to try to find a way to early detect it, expand their life expectancy, find ways to treat it where they can have a normal life. You yes, know? and and try to avoid the Whipple. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of people have to do the Whipple because depending where the cancer is at the tumor, you can't. If it's in the middle, you can't. You got to mm-hmm. have a pancreas. You know that's mm-hmm. what people don't understand. You can mm-hmm. go with one kidney go. Right, you, right, but you, you no got to have a, no, yeah, no nothing. Yeah, you know? you know. So it's uh, it's a great thing. And Oshner, even before Oshner came in, Lafayette General Foundation, uh, their their wonderful staff, uh, Nancy Broadhurst and Mr. Paul Mobert and uh, just everybody, even David Calicott. I know he's not there no more, and Robert Gandy. So I mean, it's 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 really really great. Um, I'd have to send a shout out to my corporate sponsors because I'm going to tell you, it, I couldn't do it without them. We have Stelco Construction, Cody mm-hmm. Stelly, uh, McLaugh. We have Kenyana Dodge, AMG, Kenyana Management Group, Home Bank, uh, Louisiana Safety Systems, uh, M&H Air Conditioning, Kenyana Ambulance, Tibbs Trailers, and, and Oshner. Thank y'all. I mean, thank you so much because there's no way possible I could even get it where it's at, you know. So That's right. On average, we 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 after paying some expenses and stuff, we we raise in net around thirty thirty four thousand a year, mm-hmm. and I give half mm-hmm. to Lafayette General Oshner, and yeah. I give half to MD Anderson. Anderson. And um, and trust it's me, it's a lot of work. And everybody's like, "Dude, you got so many hats. Why are you doing this?" Because I have known in the last eight years, I have helped many people get in. Mm-hmm. Not everybody was as successful, but I, I'll tell you, in the last year, there's ten people that called about pancreatic cancer, and out of the ten, there's seven of them that are so happy they went and the the new research that they yes. have today compared to in the past. I mean, think of, the, it, like you said, even eight years ago, now there are 10 drugs mm-hmm. that are available. If you look at the bureaucracy of what it takes to get those yes. FDA approved, yeah. uh, I mean, that, yeah. that really is remarkable. And, yeah. and you know, Councilman, I'm, I love you personally. You know that. Love working with you. But man, this is this is uh, this is great for our community and just wonderful leadership. I know you. I know how passionate you are about it. If um, if someone wants to volunteer, because it is, look, yeah. I'm telling you, I know it takes a lot of time out of Kevin his family. Um, if someone wants to help you as far as manpower and, and help you with, how can they volunteer? Yeah, they uh, just contact me uh, on my cell three three seven three one nine three eight one seven. Call the council office two nine one eight eight zero two. Uh, look me up on Facebook. Shoot me an email, Kevin Nakan at yahoo.com. Um, and, you know, just to be a part of it, we have volunteer shirts uh, at the events. Um, I mean, that's that's really, re- really where it's at, you know. Um, and and you have uh, social media up and, you know, I'm asking everyone go in there, you know, follow it, sh- yep. share it. You never know. I mean, you know, you're, you're one effort. Even look, even if you can't go, which which we hope you can. If you can't go, you can't donate, you can't donate your time, hey, that one share may save somebody's life. You, you never know. That's you right. never know. And so people that want to come play golf, you still got time, come contact me for Monday, May 16th, 8 o'clock in the morning. 
But tomorrow is a real big push. I'd really love to see the community come out. I mean, where else are you going to go today for your husband and wife or mm-hmm. your significant other for $100, $50 a person? You can eat, you can drink, listen to music, and participate. Go all around Acadian Village, too. You I mean, do, you know, you, how you, awesome you is know, that? You can do Kevin, all of that. It's not any music. This is a swamp pop legend, That's man. right. Hey. <laughs> TK. Just, it's TK. I come mean, on now. That's right. So... Please, if you're listening, um, come out to Cadian Village. Tell them you want to go to the event. We'll have somebody at the at the at the gate, and uh, mm-hmm. you could pay there. You could uh, Venmo me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whatever you whatever you'd like to do. So, if you're interested, uh, call Bernie or call me or yeah, whatever. And, that's right. And they'll put put us in touch. But uh, hopefully, we have a good crowd tomorrow. It's underneath the pavilion at Cadian Village, and uh, it's going to be great. Don Specialty Meats is a part of it, and all of our corporate sponsors. So. Uh, thank you for the time. And as you far as for council welcome. business, uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm very, very happy at uh, what the parish has been able to do. Uh, my, my team on the council does a real good job. And, you know, um, we still have a lot of work to do. Yeah. You know, before I'm out of office, there's some, some initiatives that I'd like to see done. And uh, we're working on that. It's a mm-hmm. process. But uh, one of them is, is the jail. Yeah. We, yeah. We, have, we have to get that thing away from downtown and, and mm-hmm. find a better spot. And, uh, you know, very happy with what we've been able to do with the first responders. You know, uh, our president joined, my, joined myself in helping make sure we take care of the parish and the fire departments. And we finally got some secure funding mm-hmm. with the last uh, initiative to rededicate some, some money. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're working on tanker trucks because they're like 25 years old. So we're, wow. we're working on Think about that. My goodness. That. And that's all going to help our rating. Yes, you know, absolutely. So. Our prior writing. Yeah, absolutely. And doing it in a fiscally responsible way, way. Yeah. which yeah. is, you know, we, we've been very, you know, mm-hmm. finding competitive ways to get the best price, best product. You know, right when we, you know, kind of behind the scenes, right mm-hmm. when we first got in office, I was a new mayor president. Uh, Councilman Nakan was going his third term, you know, the elder of the group. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else, but we're on right. <laughs> this is a family show. That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, t- we sat down, you know, I was like, hey, you know, tell, you know, tell, me, tell me your goals, man. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you want to accomplish. And he was right off. Someone's like, I'm all in, man. That's, I was kind of looking at some of that stuff, too. And he said, mentioned some things I wasn't thinking about. But uh, two things that we really dove in was. Like you said, fire protection, mm-hmm. it helps the entire parish. It does. It helps even, look, address, and we've talked about this, even addressing the unincorporated areas help all of our municipalities because they mm-hmm. it takes the, the load off of them when they have Absolutely. to get outside their jurisdiction. And then parks, you know, for, for years we were sending money all over the place, and, and we, had, we had parks in the municipalities where the municipalities wanted to take them over, and Councilman and I, you know, kind of brainstorm and, and look, he was the chair at the time, and he took the, he took the time to work with his other mm-hmm. parish council members if there was a park in their particular district. Kevin led the way on communicating between me and the CAO and the council member and the municipality. A lot of group efforts. You know, I would go with the mayors. He would go with the legislative branch. And, and it, it was a good it was a good matchup. And now look at us. I mean, we yeah, have I a mean, better product. We're saving money. And it, it, it was it was time. I mean, we we were using city money in areas that, you know, it was great. But in order to, you know, show the city council and the, and the city of Lafayette to say, look, we don't. We're not proud that we don't have any money. We want to. We want to be a better partner. Unfortunately, there's things that are in place that it's difficult to do. So right. let's reach out to these municipalities, but let's not sell the land and get rid of it. Let's figure out a way that hey, you have the park to yourself. You can make all the improvements. We're going to help you out with some some create money, and you know, and set them on their own. Now you look back. Scott took took it by the horns and then their community just put in a couple of million dollars. So now they're going all turf fields. I mean, people are like, wow, 
it would have never happened if we wouldn't have addressed that. Mm-hmm. And to just sell it and get rid of it, no. The parish needs assets. That's right. We just need a better way of, you know, we just couldn't handle those parks. Mm-hmm. We weren't set up. We didn't have the funds, the staff to do it. So it makes more sense to partner up with a municipality that has the means, has the interest, because that park's in the middle of their town. Absolutely. You know, um, and so we worked on a bunch of those with Scott and uh, working, still working with Judy East and stuff like that. But it was uh, it was parks, fire, and a figured way to to get that jail where it needs to be because we're going to do it. Yeah, that's that's always that, that. The only thing I've known for ten years is what two millages suffers on the parish is the courthouse complex. Yes, and the jail. Yes, and it's taken from one to take care of the other, and mm-hmm. it's just that same battle back and forth, and it's outdated. We got money for a two story jail, but it's five stories. You I mean, got yeah, COVID restrictions, yeah. you know, and the sad thing is it's all mandated. It's not like it's an option. See, that's what I think people forget in that whole equation. You know, yeah. you don't have a choice. No. You have to do that. State law right. says, hey, you have to provide this. Oh, and by the way, here's some state guidelines and some federal guidelines. That's right. You know, we don't have a choice. We don't. And we, we own it. Mm-hmm. But we have to pay the sheriff to operate it. Right. You know? I don't want to be operating no jail. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Me neither. I, I'm good. <laughs> well, yeah. councilman, I thought on Thursdays it's a random selection where each parish council member rotates being the warden. Ooh. Is that? Am I wrong? No, I'm, no. I'm still. Let's new. start that rumor. <laughs> the warden. I like that rumor. Oh man, the warden does a, a great job. I, she, she does a great job. She can. She good. She can keep that Lots job. Lots of prayers your way. Lots yeah, of prayers. Said- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll stick to playing according and fundraising. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, it's, Kevin, Nakev, thank you. Good to see y'all. Thank you y'all so too. much. And I'm glad we got to talk about the, about your foundation. Yeah. You know, people are really being helped and the research is imperative. Yeah. And it's important to know that. I mean, it's it's a registered foundation, tax mm-hmm. ID, nonprofit, the whole nine yards. And, you know, um, trust is very important, right? Yes. So, um, every year when the tournament's done, I always do a big social media post and present the checks and everything. And that's what I want to make sure people understand is it's not going to Kevin Nockingham's campaign. Right. Fund. This is it's actual, not going to you know, my income. This is bring it in and get it out. That's right. And start with a zero balance every year and start scratch. It's mm-hmm. not, it's, you know, so, um, it's legit and, uh, I'm very happy and very proud and I'd like to continue it. And, uh, to help people like you guys allow me to talk about on the radio and get to spread the word more. Uh, social media is great, but when you're by yourself, you know, and I'm very right. proud to say I have no real staff or team and I've been able to do a lot. A lot. By yes, myself. So if I could have a team that says, hey, I can help you with this and that. And then, I mean, I can only imagine. But, you know, it's also just like anything else. We struggle with the fire department to get volunteers. Mm. We're busy. People are working. Yes. Kids. Yeah. Ball. So I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. And uh but it's it's fun for me because I'm I'm doing it for dad and doing it for other people and it kind of motivates me every year. Mm-hmm. It stresses me losing my hair, you know. <laughs> but uh you know, I'm not sleeping much. So after Monday, boy, we got a council meeting next Tuesday. Oh, wow. Just call in. Oh, I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a hot topic, man. There's a library board for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Well, so, sir, thank you. No, thank for your you. Time. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Y'all have been real great. And uh, thank you. If there's anything I can do for you guys or you have a, a family member out there, if you're listening 
and you want some guidance or help on how to get to MD Anderson or if it is pancreatic cancer, please call me. I mean, that's what my foundation's for. I'll, I'll call my people at both locations and, and we'll, we'll get you in touch with the best people and they'll, they'll get on it right away. And that's what I like. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a hurry up and wait. It's, mm-hmm. oh, Kevin Knockhans Pancreatic Cancer Foundation's calling. He has somebody. We need Let's to get him jump in. Jump on it. Yeah. Boom. You know. And make it happen. Yeah. Good stuff. It's Thank coming you up. You're welcome. Bye. It's coming up now on 802. All right, Lafayette Live. Okay, Vic has a question. He says, is there any update on bridge repairs being done on Waters Road off of Gendarme Road? Do I ever say that right? Gendarme, Gendarme. Gendarme, yeah. Gendarme. Gendarme. I was about to say, we have our translator right yeah. here. Yeah. All right, so. That would be a Brian Tabor question. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, Brian. Brian, you call in with the answer. No, it did. So these, these bridges are on a rotation. I'm very happy with them. Uh, I don't know where the, with this particular bridge. I'm seeing Tanya right down right now. Uh, I don't know where this particular bridge falls on rotation, but what we'll do is um, we'll answer that. If we have time, we'll, we'll probably get the answer for the end of the show. If not, we'll post it. But also we'll go one step further. T, let's, uh, let's put the rotation on social media. That way everybody can see it. And uh, if you have any questions, you can call our office, uh, call 311. You can wait to call on the show if you want, but I, I really always like for you to call us before so we can, we can get ahead of it. But, um, and then, Parish Council is going to fund all that, right? <laughs> it depends. It depends, <laughs> he says. We'll, we'll do what we can. <laughs> no, we do. We have we have millages. The, the parish, remember, the parish is funded differently than the city, and primarily. But this, uh, the hardworking folks of Lafayette do a great job of funding our government, and and we we try our best on our end to to spend that money wisely. So thank y'all right. for your trust. Mayor President Josh Guillory uh, joining us. I wanted to know there was another big bust. Lafayette PD and the Lafayette Sheriff's Office teaming up for this violent offender task force. Another big bust that came this week. Um, and this is something that I, I think has been proven. I mean, we've seen stats already in the last few months about the things they're doing. And I'm assuming there's a lot going on behind the scenes that the Sheriff's Office will not share with the public just yet. Sure, um, but what was what was released is is to me enough to to feel a lot better as a constituent. Yeah, you know, just bottom yeah. line. But this is uh, this is due to a joint uh, task force between the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office and the Lafayette Police Department. Uh, it's the Violent Offender Task Force, and um, very very pleased with the coordination. I love the the leadership. Anytime we have two or more uh, law enforcement agencies in the parish, so uh, we have a internal SOP that our chief law enforcement officer, sheriff, will take the point on the uh, task force and. You know, he had called me up earlier in the year, actually towards the end of last year, and just, you know, and we we touch base regularly as as we should, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just said, hey, look, I'm, I'm I think we should do a uh, focused effort on on addressing violent task force or violent crimes. I said, I'm all in. What you need? Because I'm on the civilian side. Mm-hmm. He's he's mm-hmm. on the executive That's right. side. He's on the yeah, and, or the excuse me, the law enforcement side. And um, you know, it's, you have to. It, it works better when you're when you're married, and you and you, you you're not you're not fighting over custody. That's right. Of power here, you know. We're all in it together. Um, but no, we we on the LCG side uh, do everything we can. So we linked up with the PD, and PD and sheriff took off, and this task force is wonderful. Now this one uh, was a sheriff's deputy that that did a traffic stop, and and um, you know followed all the the, the, the rules and. You know, and and this is this was this was the product, and I know we're on radio. You can't see the visual, but I think Man, you guys posted it, it right. We did a it's long list of drugs, more than two thousand rounds. I uh, mean, God. wow. Oh yeah. It oh was, yeah. Fourteen some, guns, some of which yeah it had the the serial numbers filed off. I mean, it was it was 
quite the arrest. Let's put it that way. That's right. So that's it's one, a long one less issue we got to worry about. Yes. So thank thanking all our law enforcement officers, whatever agency you work in. Um, I will tell you, in two and a half years, we had an opportunity to work really closely together between agencies, and I'm just so so proud of our, our coordination and our teamwork, and, and you know, from the sheriff to the chief to the to the marshal and our federal partners, our state partners. There's a lot of uh, teamwork going on in Lafayette and Acadiana, and I'm just very happy. Yeah, I, I think that's excellent. It's coming up now on 8.06. Oh, oh, another update. All right. Yes, ma'am. Waters Road Bridge Repairs expected to be open in three weeks. Oh, three wow. weeks. There we nice. go. Okay, that's a good one. I bet See that- what that call can do? No, I'm See? kidding. <laughs> but I, but I do appreciate super it. happy now. <laughs> Bridges, and, and Kev, you probably get this a lot, too. Bridges, there's a lot of question around I'm telling you, because... Remember when Surrey was shut down for what? Oh yeah, a few weeks, and it felt like a few years. Yes, it did. It felt like a few years for sure. Ooh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, before we wrap this up, I have to ask you. We've touched on it before, but it was uh, the you know something interesting in terms of what kind of impact it had on the community, and you know, there's camps for every side of this, but the Merriweather thing where there was the fake Antifa post and. Now he will he will have to pay expenses, but it sounds like this is still also being appealed. So, is there anything you can give us statement wise, or at this point, not really? Yeah, no, I can. I mean, I can opine to at least what's out there in the public, which we try to be as transparent as we can. And mm-hmm. good thing about court proceedings, they're for the most part it's completely public, so anybody can pull up. Um, so the last briefing I got was. Uh, he was uh, this. The defendant was ordered to pay back the city of Lafayette uh, attorney's fees mm-hmm. for, for pursuing this action. And and look, guys, it, it's we're comfortable now. Everybody's in a comfortable environment right now. Mm-hmm. You're probably in air conditioning or and you know probably aid. And no one's uh you know no no one's anxiety is ramped up. We're not having we don't have an imminent threat in front of us as far as harm or, or damage mm-hmm. to property. That wasn't the case in, in just two years ago. That's right. Where things across the country were were very heated, and and you know there was a there was a healthy dialogue on things that we can get better at, and then there was individuals that took that dialogue and took it to a different level and different um, angle and wanted to to do bad and and wasn't talking in good faith and wanted to threaten. So this particular individual um, made a fake post and and referenced. Uh, Basically, Antifa coming to the River Ranch area and mm-hmm. and use words that were inciting, uh, use words that um, a reasonable and prudent person in law enforcement in those circumstances would would take very seriously. Mm-hmm. You had multiple agencies that that had to take effort or excuse me, take resources away of protecting mm-hmm. real people mm-hmm. from, from real threats and protecting real property from real threats, and that put a major hit on our law enforcement efforts. So legal had a great idea to recoup the money that was wastefully spent based yeah, on we're taxpayers. Exactly. Look, this is not mom. This is not Josh Guillory's money. It's not right. Kevin Notkin's money or Tanya, Bernie or Ian. It's, it's the taxpayer's money. We have a duty to spend it responsibly and that's what we're going to do. And we take threats very seriously because we, there were yeah. obvious unintended consequences right. of this, you know, and the people that were trying to be defending of this, well, you know, there's a whole sector of the population that that did not know, and it was frightening. And so when you have a situation like that, even though you do this, so who does that mean? I mean, doesn't mean that other people won't show up That's right. thinking it's real or, oh, it wasn't real. Now I'm really mad. Now I'm going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. 
And look, we have a First Amendment right to, to speak freely. Oliver Wendell Holmes said no right is absolute. We even have a right to act like an idiot sometimes, mm -hmm. okay? But when you say things that cause imminent threat, unnecessary fear to individuals that are in a very heightened state at the time, mm -hmm. especially our elderly, those that can't defend themselves, we have a duty to protect. We have the duty to take that threat seriously. Mm -hmm. And when it's a prank... Mm -hmm. It's not funny. Mm -hmm. It's not funny. Because you don't know where the prank's going to go. That's right. People are unpredictable. Because what would you like us not to do? Not respond? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, what, what... And what if it's real? Yeah. You know, so we take this serious. I'm glad our legal department was aggressive on protecting the finances of the city of Lafayette, protecting the finances of Lafayette Consolidated Government, our city, our parish. Um, and, and it was appealed, uh, I think, what, went to trial, went to the appellate court, went to the Supreme Court, LCG won on all three levels. Um... And I don't know the procedural posture at this time, but I thought that was a, a good ruling for, for our taxpayers of Lafayette. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory has been joining us. He joins us every Thursday from 7 to 8. We also got to, to talk with Kevin Nakia, uh, Councilman. Hey, thanks for your time, too. Everybody, you. appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you have a great Thursday. You too, guys. God bless you. Y'all, right. too. 811. Who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and consables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analysts' expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. Acadiana's Morning News, Third Hour, Burned at Lee, Ian Ozan, and Eddie Thibodeau joining us in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Eddie is from the St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office, and he also is the representative coordinator for St. Landry Crime Stoppers. And I know we got a lot to talk about today. I need an hour. Yeah, I know, right? We've been busy. <laughs> 
Okay, talk to me but, because I mean, right, I've written the, several stories this week. Right, let's do the tips thing first. Okay, let's right. get to that one. So, um, last night we aired uh, Eunice PD had a uh, 14-year-old got shot. Okay. And um, they put out a warrant for Xavier Watson. He's also wanted in, in California. Okay. Uh, so uh, go to our website, uh, and, and after a while we'll, we'll post the video and see if you can find this guy. Um, he has a Bujo Street address in Eunice, 39-year-old. Um, see if we can catch this guy. You know, uh, supposedly he confronted the juvenile on the, uh, on the street. Uh, words were exchanged. He shot him. He also was charged, was charged with cruelty, ag- attempted aggravated cruelty to animals. Because he was shooting at dogs. I mean, oh he's, my gosh! Yeah. So wow. First, uh, that's our our latest crime stoppers. Okay. Um, let's talk about some rewards. Oh, tell us more. All right now, I okay. can release it. Okay. Uh, Bro, the one that uh, did the Opelousa shooting. Yes. Um, of the kids that we aired yes. a couple of weeks. Uh, the tip was uh, used to apprehend him. Great. And through our enhanced tip program. Uh, most people don't really don't catch it because you you hear uh, you can earn up to one thousand dollars. Well, right. this one I said you will earn a twenty five hundred dollar cash reward for the arrest of this suspect. And so we it and was paid th- out that to person the tipster twenty five hundred dollars. Wow, cash. good you know, job, so, good um, job. And a tipster, thank you, and thanks to the right. Saint Landry detectives who follow up that's on right. it and get it done. We we've had tips come from. Two stolen dogs at the out, out the animal shelter uh-huh. to a guy that shot and killed kids yeah. and an adult. So I, mean, I we I've got the I was had the pleasure of speaking to uh, some a little little group out of First Baptist Church in uh, Opelousas, mm-hmm. and they were asking me why do you do this? Why do? I said, listen, if you're a victim, reach out the Crime Stoppers. I don't care if it's a stolen lawnmower, and we talk about it all the time. Two hundred fifty dollars to me, well, it's gonna hurt because. You know, my wife's gonna want to know if I bought a gun. <laughs> you know, not for two fifty, but to an elderly person, two fifty is absolutely—that's a lot of money. So I said, "Listen, I'll sit down and I'll look at the the the, the email sent to me of a stolen four wheel or something, and I'll post it right mm-hmm. right live." You know, yeah. So um, I said, "Look, there's no crime too small. If you're a victim, Crime Stoppers is there to help." That's right. So um, and it puts it. the power in the hands of the people. Of the people. You know, and, when you know something's going on and you know this is anonymous, you make your tip and you don't even have to get the reward money if you don't. That's right. Man, we want to let, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. If you do not want the tip money, yeah. take the tip money, yeah. donate it to, to your Catholic charity. Charities, yes. uh, the DARE program. Yes. You, you don't have to testify and you still, you know, like I said, we see tips come through and uh, the, the, the tipping program, they'll say, tipster did not want the reward or... You know, mm-hmm. did not ask for the ID. So if you do have it, you know, hey, get it and give it to your uh, local church, anything. Anything. So let's talk about another money. tip. Okay, Man. bring it on. K, uh, there's, a, there's a sheriff named K.P. Gibson. I've heard you of know, that Katie. We kind of worked together before. Uh, yeah, I think know, I heard that uh, too. Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> so he reached out to us. And, you know, we always say our criminals do, do not stay in a parish. That's right. All right, so... He calls us up. He sends. Remember, we talk about taking ownership of a tip. Mm-hmm. Well, they had the tip come through that uh, this lady, uh, her name is uh, Laquanda Gilry. Mm-hmm. Okay, she was wanted by their department for three counts of child desertion. Wow! So the tipster tipped in Acadia because mm-hmm. it's Acadia's warrant, but she was living in 
St. Landry. So we find, we go find her. Yeah. We have charges for three counts of cruelty to juveniles. Oh, okay? wow. Well, of course, when we run her, uh, her record, lo and behold, Lafayette Parish has her six counts of aggravated arson. Oh, my gosh. So, again, working together, all the, all the departments are together, we were able to take this, uh, this person. And look, she's innocent. She's innocent until proven guilty. That's right. She'll That's every court. person in America. We, we, all, we all say it's, it happens. They, they don't stay in the same, the same parish. Right. So, and this was just a, uh, uh, a one case that we work that, that each department helps out and says, yeah, we're looking for this one. Um, it's just a great day. The tipster is going to get paid some good money because they only they not only solved Acadia's uh, fugitive, they solved ours, and they solved Lafayette. I mean, that's a pebble a in the call. water with it. Well, I don't know yeah. if they did the phone call or they did or they the, did the P3. Yeah, or we don't Star know. Star Tips. Could have been Star Star Tips. Oh, that was quick. So let's talk about the sheriff's office now. Okay, now. Yeah. Like I said, I need an hour. <laughs> um, I know you wrote the story because yes. I, saw, I saw the story. Um, at first, you know, we had a... Um, Kind of the same thing with Lafayette's doing, taking mm-hmm. guns off the street, our task force. You know, we had a grant. Uh, that one we had 44, it's a $44,000 grant. We took, uh, we got nine arrests, uh, $9,600 in cash, uh, seven guns, three vehicles, um, $40,000 of illegal drugs. Well, our cool. narcotics unit. Yeah. In a separate undercover investigation. Four months long. Um, $75,000 worth of drugs, 34 Jeez. arrests, 36 guns, four 34 vehicles, arrests. And 75000 in cash. Think about so, that. And if you want to know about the drugs, I mean, I know you wrote it. Uh, marijuana, math, uh, math. That's a crime. <laughs> right. The, the new math is it a crime. It feels like it. <laughs> uh, crack cocaine, heroin, fentanyl. Okay, uh, yeah, let's just go yeah. over that again, okay? You All got right, the I'll, big I'll three. You've got marijuana, meth, crack, cocaine, heroin. I mean, I never God. thought living, you know, getting, you know, being raised in Louisiana and Eunice, small town, that we would see brown tar heroin. I know. Or, you know, fentanyl. Or, I mean, you have synthetic marijuana, mm-hmm. uh, THC wax and cookies and a bunch of pills and stuff. I but actually see, saw yeah. some people. There were two people that were in a committee meeting yesterday in criminal justice committee. They were there to testify about how their children died because yeah. they were yeah, given that. they they right. took yeah you know the the you know unfortunately addicts may share with one another and you don't right. know what's in that drug and and um you know two young women dying you right. know this is this is two separate cases but it represents and you just so never much. know if it's if, mm-hmm. if you're vaping or or you have say you bought some marijuana yeah. and you laced it with and you're never going to know now i mean the fentanyl is in everything that's right and it's it's crazy, and you're like, wait a minute, that's crime that happens in New York City or Los no, Angeles. It's, it's down. That's everywhere. People, let me tell you, it is down in the rural area of Louisiana. That's right. In our small towns of 1,500 mm-hmm. to our, our our cities of 300,000. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it, this is it, real. Uh, we're fixing to pull, together with uh, Sheriff Guitros, uh Crime Stoppers is fixing to pull the trigger on some PSAs, and mm-hmm. we're going to, same thing that, that, their testimony was we're going to do some some old school crime of the week scenario you know back yeah. in the day they used to do reenactments yes so we're going to try to get well we're not going to try we're going to do it we're going to get some young kids 
that would reenact stuff and show a funeral and show stuff like that and try to have them understand, look, it's just not marijuana. It's all changed now. That's right. That's right. In the last five years, the right. the landscape of what is going on, you're not going to score a joint on the street and just say, oh, it's going to be fine. It's not that way anymore. No. Or even pills. People are, yeah. are processing pills and lacing them with fentanyl and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a small little, uh, just Google it. And, and they'll show you like a penny and they'll mm-hmm. show you the, 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 I don't even want to call it a gram. They'll they'll, they'll show you the the tiniest, the tiniest thing, yeah, crystals, the, the if flakes, you will, or, yeah, flakes if you will, right? That, of how much, and it'll kill you. And you know, in Eunice, we've had some twenty-year-old uh, females and some mm-hmm. other people die of this. Yes, you know, found them just mm-hmm. dead. You know, Lafayette, uh, right. Acadia. I mean, Vermilion. You're right. I mean, it's every single community. And don't kid yourself. Just if you live in some small rural town, got to wake up to this. That's well, why know, as, we have all these as folks As the sheriff on. said, it, they look for little small communities to, that maybe doesn't have a, a, a task force out. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, they embed themselves in there. But we're out there. Uh, he put resources and funds out to, you know, for our people to go help there. Because, you know, kind of like our training section. We, mm-hmm. we do um, next week. I'm. Um, um, Helping with the Unit City Marshals on their firearms, we've helped Bill Platt and Evangeline Parish and stuff. You know, some of these smaller departments don't have the resources, so the sheriff, of course, being the uh, the chief law enforcement officer in the parish, will go out to Sunset and Grand Coteau and Port Barry mm-hmm. and, and Unison and help these guys. And Opelousas, even you know, our big city of Opelousas, help these guys uh, combat the illegal drugs. Because if we take the drugs off the street, we're, we're helping families. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, and he's a big proponent also of rehabilitation and, yes. and counseling stuff. But um, this know, is battles we've these battles are worse than anything we've ever seen. That's right. You know, there's a lot of recidivism and the battle is tough and everybody's got to pull together. And, and everybody has a story of what what happened. That's right. You know, so uh, we, we still do the HISIT program, meaning our, our inmates do a GD program. Mm-hmm. You know, we're I mean, fixing, there are things that are offered. Oh yeah, we're you we're know? trying, you know, yes, everything absolutely. is fun. Right. Uh, we're we're fixing. I believe in August our our fleet office, our new fleet station will be mm-hmm. in, uh, built, and that's going to have the inmates learning trades of mechanic work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when they do get out, it breaks the cycle at least, mm-hmm. you know. And then, but we also need business owners, and I and I, I don't remember which one it was. I saw in one of the locals that they hire. I think it's a granite place that they hire people with mm-hmm. criminal records. That's mm-hmm. that's. You know, somebody's got to give them a chance. That's right. And that's how we, that's part of the process of how we make it all change. Right. So our program is going to help them learn mechanic work and and stuff like that. So, you know, that's. You get out there and start a new life and turn around. I know. (laughs) Or 15 or something like that. This was great. A a preacher's five minutes. That's right. (laughs) But no, we uh, shout out to the, the. the little church in First Baptist, uh, they were receptive. They understood. And we just tried to get the message out that, that they're elderly and they don't have no problem. If they tip, they will never have to testify. And that's the that's biggest right. fear. Yes. You know, yes. we all want to get involved, but we don't sure want to put ourselves in danger. Right. So uh, we explained the tip program and I saw people downloading. I'm going to have to call the app and say, how many downloads we got? Because everybody mm-hmm. was on their phone. Either they were I bored with me that. or they were uh, Yeah, and either way, you're like, hey, no, they as were, long uh, as they're downloading the app, we don't care. That. <laughs> well, thank you to them for allowing 
uh, the platform for you to to share that. And that goes with the sheriff. You know, he allows us to he allows me to do the PIO work and he also allows me to do the crime, crime stoppers. stoppers. We just want to send a message out. The, Absolutely. There's no crime too small. That's right. And I, like I told him. It might not hit the news, you know, on TV, but I'll sure put your stuff on social media and we'll see. In fact, the two people that that stole the pit bulls out of the animal shelter. Yeah. It didn't hit the air uh, TV. They they identified them on the uh, the social media. Yeah. Love it. And it was a it was a three thing. They called us. The detectives uh, sent it to me. The patrol division stopped one of the, the, the vehicle the an hour later. She wouldn't testify. She said, I'm not going to tell you who the person was with me. So we put him on social media, and inside of 10 minutes, 15 minutes, he was identified. So all of us working together, the tipster, uh-huh. the men and women, you know, it matters. You know what I say, it the heroes. Matters. That's right. They uh, get out there and saw, they do it. Saw the vehicle at a red light. You know, an hour mm-hmm. later, didn't have the dogs, but was able to return the dogs and make the uh, make it. Yes, it's, it's two dogs, but that is theft. That's right. You know, it's theft. Still a crime. What were they going to do with those baby pit bulls? That's very you know. scary to think. So. You know, was it love or was it something else? Right. I mean, you don't know. They, and then, you know, they could have just adopted them. Yes. You know, went through, the right, through the right not process. Not scaling through an eight foot, scaling over an eight foot tall fence. Yeah. You know. Be the pebble that goes into the pond. Use the P3 app. Or Star Star Tips. You can Star Star Tips. Download the KPL app, and we'll talk about it on there, too. I like (laughs) it. It is 832. Eddie, as always, it is a pleasure. Thank you for putting the messages out there that people, that we can make it happen. We can change our community. All we ask is just tip, hang up the phone, don't say anything else. If they ask you you for Mm -hmm. your name, hang up on them. That's right. We should not. And remember this, we're not confidential. We're always anonymous. Completely anonymous. Love you, guy. It is 8.30. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. It is coming up now at 840 on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Bernadette Lee. Ian Ozed joining us on the line. Hello. How are you, sir? Hey, Bern. What's going on? Well, Ben Broussard, Catholic Charities of Acadiana in studio. Eddie Thibodeau still sitting by. Ben, I know, right? Big applause. Yes, yes. yes. Ben says we all have to go out to dinner tonight. Why? What's going on? Well, you can go to breakfast, lunch, dinner. You can do it all. But today is the day we've been waiting for. It is Dine for the Diner Thursday. Yay! This day and this day only 41 restaurants from all over Acadiana. Not just Lafayette. All over Acadiana have pledged 10% of the day. Love it. To supporting the work of St. Joseph Diner. So, I mean, think about that. So you go, you have a good time with your family, and somebody else is going to benefit. That's it. You know, life has maybe hit them a little too hard, and they need some help. I love this. I love it. I love it. And so going out, I mean, whether you're going get a cup of coffee at Rev this morning, go get some, go get one of those 
chicken waffles at Viva oh, La Waffle yes. where it's just covered in, you know, pepper jelly. Mm -hmm. There's 41 of these restaurants. You can get boiled crawfish at several different restaurants. We had one that came in from Eunice the other day. Mo crawfish in Mo water. I love that. Look, Eddie that, is shaking his head. That, he knows where, where that is. That's where they make the boudin. They from Paris rice. Oh that's my right. gosh, the Buddha oh, you bring me. They oh, do wow. a, a Paris rice that's low carbs and stuff. Oof. It's got, all, and it's in delicious. That, right? Like, okay, so even there. Even there. Okay, all over. But the, the beauty is St. Joseph Diner's been serving meals to those who are experiencing food insecurity yeah. since 1984. Um, and for a long time, our services were really focused on Lafayette. That's yeah. where we saw the most of the need. Over the past few years, you had the pandemic and the hurricanes. Uh, we have started expanding that work with the, uh, the the dawn of these diner mobiles where we're now putting four to five thousand meals per week out into the wider, further reaches I of the community. That. And so how cool is it? It's reflecting now we've got restaurants that are participating in Dine for the Diner that are from out of Lafayette, like Cafe Lafayette. Sydney right. May in Bro Bridge. <gasps> We've got some Fezzo's locations that are in Scott and Crowley. Yeah. I just I love it. I love it. So take a look at that list. It's it's on CatholicCharitiesAcadiana.org. It is a great list. Man, find what you love. Go out there. You can eat in. You can carry out. I had a, a friend call me from Atlanta. He said, I want to buy a gift card. Can I call and oh. get a gift card? I said, right. call and get a gift card. La Pizzeria is going to cut him a gift card. That is genius also. That's it. And 10% of that will go to help us pay for food so that we can help our neighbors in need. You know, and like and you said. I was said, about to ask you, Ben. Yeah. Oh, Ian's there. I was about to ask yeah. you because you, yeah, you mentioned the the gift cards. But if some of these venues deliver, does ten percent of that go towards Dine for the Diner as well? One hundred percent, all day long, baby, all day long. If you want to get something delivered, they're going to cut ten percent of that bill, and you don't have to say anything. You don't have to like say, "Hey, I'm here for Dine for the Diner." But hey, if you do, great. Take pictures, tag <laughs> us, do do the hashtag Dine for the Diner. We want to we want to highlight you, uh, but. Look, it's been a wild couple of years, and we are feeling the pinch like every American oh, yeah. family is feeling Absolutely. the pinch. Yeah. I've told you before, Bernie, I've got three boys, mm -hmm. um, and they eat I all, don't, okay, all day long. How do you feed them? I, I mean, seriously. Buying in bulk. Okay? Right. But even that, my grocery budget is not <laughs> yeah, stretching. Right. It ain't stretching like it used to, uh, but it, it's the same with businesses, and it's the same with our operation. Mm -hmm. um, I we're, love We're having that. to buy that food, and so... Everything that we're doing today, that 10% of that is going to help us buy that food to help our neighbors in need. Which I love, too. And like you said, even if you're staying home and you want it ordered in, you can participate that way. You want to buy a gift card. I mean, look, this is about giving to people who are just experiencing some food insecurity. That's right. You that's know, right. and it, maybe it's not something that's lasted for two months. Maybe it's brand new to them. Yeah. And they live in an area and, uh, that's kind of further out. They don't have a car. Yep. You know, most of us, we think, oh, I'll just I'll go, you know, to the food bank. Well, what if you don't have a car? Yeah. And there's as the dollar is not stretching as yeah. far as it as it did. Um, there's there's lots of folks out there who are on fixed incomes where yep. that fixed income oh, is not doing it, especially that fourth uh, yes. or fifth week of the month. We forget oh, about the yeah. fifth week. You know, there's there's, there's four or, or five months out of the year where you've got that fifth That's weekend. That's exactly right. And it, it doesn't stretch. No, and so, it doesn't. Yeah. And so uh, if not us, who? That's you know? exactly right. Okay. Tell us where to go again to get all the info 
and the list of all the participating restaurants. That's right. Uh, CatholicCharitiesAcadiana.org. It is the longest website in history, <laughs> but you go to it, CatholicCharitiesAcadiana.org. There's a full list there. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on Instagram and go dine for the diner. Oh, indeed. Ben, it's always so good to see you and thank you. I love you guys. Yeah, We love you too. And to all the people. Love you that, too, brother. The, yeah. And all the people that, that donate their time and their resources to Catholic Charities, thank you all too for, for doing the work. And your faces may never be shown, but just know there's lots of love in our heart mm. for all of y'all. 100%. Indeed. Coming up now on 846 on Acadiana's. It's coming up now at 849 on Acadiana's Morning News. Are you running like the devil all the time? Then get yourself a sleep number bed, boo. Okay, why? Because the bed is amazing. They've got years of research to show why they're bed. Look, when you have a sleep number bed, you actually fall asleep faster than a regular bed. Why does that matter? Well, you even get a, a more deeper, deeper, more restful sleep. Which is pretty doggone cool. Now, they continue to make upgrades. So now, in addition to your sleep number setting, okay, like mine's 60. That's just how firm or how soft you want the mattress, which you can leave it there. You can change it every day. You get a sleep IQ score every morning, too. Involved in that is, hey, how are you breathing? Did you toss and turn a lot? If it's in the 60s, you know it was rough, so maybe you need to change your setting. But if it's higher, you know Hey, I'm getting the best sleep I can. A lot of us trying to burn that candle at both ends. Get yourself something that is going to work for you. Choose something that is proven quality sleep. Sleep number is the best. You need to go to the store today. Every great day starts the night before. And that is why I can still do this show. The Sleep Number Memorial Day Sale, it is going on. You will save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. The Queen, now only $1,999 for a limited time. All that technology and the best night's sleep of your life. I mean, hello, it's beautiful. 8.51, Ian, what time is your game today? We start in about an hour and 10 minutes from now. In fact, we just got the starting lineups. The grounds crew is out uh, watering, or I should say moistening the moistening. infield. And <laughs> Yes, and we will uh, be getting underway in about an hour from now. 10 o'clock start time on our sister station ESPN Lafayette. So, by the way, Bobby Navu sitting next to me. He says hello, Hi. he loves you, and he misses you. I, do, I love you too, Bobby, and I miss you. I haven't seen you in a long time. God, it's been forever. Okay, so I know we're gonna we'll have to bring him by the station one day in the next few weeks so he can say hello. I know, totally. And why don't we just all go to lunch? We're gonna plan it now. We'll do that. It's set and done now. Bernie <laughs> just volunteered you for lunch uh, in the next few weeks. He's uh, he's nodding his head. His head. He says yes. <laughs> we have many tall tales to tell and to catch up on. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, y'all. I got a few stories for us as we have uh, just a couple minutes left. You ready for this? Where are we going today? South Carolina first. Karma, okay. uh, you're going to love this. Karma on vacation. A hotel worker in South Carolina accidentally gave two people the wrong hotel room key. Then instead of giving it back, 
These people went in and ripped off a bunch of stuff, but it turned out some construction workers were staying in the room. They found the couple, ended up beating them to get their stuff back. Yes. Don't mess with construction workers. I'm telling you. They're like, we want our stuff back. Okay. This one doesn't even name a town. It involves a guy, a pharmacy, and a robbery. Apparently, he started... A legal pharmacy or an illegal pharmacy? Uh, no, no, a real one. Like, you know, real okay. one. So the guy goes in there... Like an Eckert's. Yeah. He's trying to rob this place, so he starts pepper spraying people. The employees, too. He had the nozzle pointed the wrong way. <laughs> he pepper sprayed himself. Yay! You, That's... you total idiot. Wow. That's an idiot of the year candidate right there. It is. Okay. And just for you, I say Florida for last. You ready? Yay. All right. A guy in Florida robbed an elderly woman in an elevator last week. But when he turned to run, the elevator doors had already shut on him and he got smacked in the face. (laughs) (laughs) The police have now released a surveillance video. They're hoping someone will love this viral video. And then they can arrest the guy. Yay. Wait, they, they have cameras in elevators? Apparently so. <laughs> oh, boy. So it has been a glorious day. I want to thank Eddie Thibodeau with St. Landry Crime Stoppers and the Sheriff's Office. Ian, as always, love hanging out with you. Give a, a big old kiss to Bobby, too. And y'all, y'all do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> we will, and God willing, if the checks don't bounce, we'll be back tomorrow for the last show of the week, the Friday edition of Acadiana's Morning News, 6 to 9. Bernie will be here. I'll be here. Eddie, you going to come pass by, too? I'll listen to the rustic. Yeah. Hey, while, while Caleb's on the radio, I'm going to go get some discounts. Yeah, okay. there you go. He's going to go get him a gun. <laughs> but I will be tuning in. <laughs> oh, my. Awesome. So. We'll see you then. In the All meantime, right. go Cajuns. And look, it can be hard. I know it's hard for me every day because... You know, people don't always agree. We might be in a good mood, a bad mood. Either way, until we meet again, can we try to just all love one another? Amen. 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 The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit LordsRMC.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and consables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analyst expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. 
Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Prices keep going up, stocks keep going down. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Dow is dropping another 260 points. The Nasdaq is down more than 100, continuing a sell-off after another update on inflation. Prices at the wholesale level. The month-over-month increase from March to April was half a percent. Fox's Ginny Casola. The producer price index rose 11 percent in the year ending in April. It's a slight decline from the March reading of 11.5 percent. Now, that number in March was a record high. President Biden says he's working to lower inflation, but Republicans refuse to help. They blame him. Congressman Andy Barr tells Fox Business Network. Inflation was less than 2% the entire uh, term of the previous president. It has soared since the overspending policies of this administration. The president's focus this morning is COVID, holding a second global summit on the virus. In a written statement, he says today marks one million American lives lost due to COVID. A portion of the president's statement reads, and I quote, as a nation, we must not grow numb to such sorrow. To heal, we must remember, we must remain vigilant against this pandemic and do everything we can to save as many lives as possible. Fox's David Lee Miller. Firefighters keep battling a small wildfire on the Southern California coast that burned down about 20 multi-million dollar homes. And this is new construction in this neighborhood, right? Tile roofs, stucco walls, and yet within about five hours, the fire destroyed 20 homes. It started around 3 p.m. near a water treatment plant, then it literally rushed up a canyon in a matter of minutes. It went from one to three to 10 acres once it hit this neighborhood, literally it was out of control. Fox's William Lajeunesse and Laguna Niguel. Fires also charring in New Mexico. Hundreds of homes and structures burned. And the heavy rain they could really use fell far north. When severe storms rocked Minnesota with strong winds, even reports of tornadoes. One person was killed in a car crash. There are tens of thousands of power outages. America's listening to Fox News. Nova Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A. Member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You're making something new with your business. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. Sign up for your free business checking account right now. Plus, our listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts at novo.co slash today. N-O-V-O slash today. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go 